now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 233 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey Dream. As always, is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt. Hi, hi, hi. And Rick. Hey, buddy. And Pete. Hello. And Brian. Uh, Brian, this is like it? your, what, third time? Is this three? He's this not a special guest anymore. Yeah, he's yeah just, no, he's now you're friend. just like, now you're a friend of the show and like two more shows and you're a co-host like that. Woo! I think that's how that works, right? Yeah, you so. move up quick. <laughs> oh, man. Smokes. It took me like two years to get co-host on Home Rebound. <laughs> <laughs> well, just just giving it away now. didn't like you, man. I don't... <laughs> but you kept showing up that's anyway. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> There's a whole situation. It's one of those, like, ah, I'm a dumber now <laughs> situations. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons because they are awesome. Thank you, patrons. If you would like to be as awesome as their patrons, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. All right. Um, well, let's just kind of dive right into this. Usually I go to the left, so I'm going to keep going dive, to the dude. left. Do it. Brian, what have you been up to since the last time you've been on the show? And can we get this man a coaster? Oh, Dude smokes. Coaster. Yeah. He's got, he's got uh, bang, bang. Mine says, Just, dog, beer, Lucy, gin. That's mine. Oh, I'll use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you can have any one for that. No, that, so one is, can't have that one's descriptively mine. It's coasters that have uh, scrap, that one's scrap oh, yeah, no, no, So Carlos decided to start <laughs> matching the letters into words. <laughs> Carlos is into crafts. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's beer eats zero taco. Yeah. That's mine. <laughs> Beers don't eat tacos, dude. Beer but eats I eat zero tacos. Taco. But I beer and I eat and I taco. But beer eats zero taco. Yeah, we're not talking about you right now. We're talking Me about like Brian. Let's talk about Brian. What have I been doing? Uh, I went, so the one time I, I think I'm, maybe I was going to be on the show, but then I just. I decided I would go to a caveman battle doom show. Oh yeah, that oh, was yeah. that was the last yeah. time we were gonna go to Dave's Brew Farm. Correct. That was <clears> two we weeks did ago. Today. We did today. Yeah. That was amazing. Dude uh, Amaze yeah. Balls. Dave's beard? That is a beard. That Holy is shit. Pretty, uh, pretty Dave good, has yeah. a good beard. If you saw Dave on the corner and he had a shopping cart, man. <laughs> You'd I'd pass him right up. You'd be like, that dude has earned that shopping cart. <laughs> yeah. Just being uh, honest over here, you'd pass him right up. <laughs> what a I dick. would have given him a couple bucks. <laughs> I'd probably try to give him a couple bucks. I, I'd like, like to think that I would. No, uh, man, he had enough money for product to put in his beard. You wouldn't give him a couple of bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I can't talk shit about his appearance, but... Or, well, I just did, but I, <laughs> uh, I get a little fanboy about Dave's Brew Farm. He's he's a cool dude. He makes Super good cool beer, dude. and like he just doesn't give a fuck. Nope, yeah, that's the best care. part of him. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah I, what I noticed while we were there was Dave was like, <laughs> style guidelines? No. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Fuck those. <laughs> he showed them. And it still tasted to good. us, but was like, whatevs. He's and like, you yeah, know, I have these, but these are the things that I don't do. Like one of the most badass brewers I've ever seen. Just like, <laughs> these are the guidelines, but no, we're not doing that here. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of awesome because the beer tasted good anyway. 
So, so besides, we went to Dave's, but I like however many weeks ago I went to my Caveman Battle Doom show. I saw a band called Conan. Oh, I've heard, I've heard them. Or is it Conan? Either were they barbarians or no? They they sounded barbaric enough. It did, you know. I think they fun. pronounce it Conan. They probably say they're from well, like England, Bristol. I was going to say, I hope they're from Bristol. like Manitoba or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. They're Not everything exotic is from Canada, Matt. <laughs> You're the one that said exotic. Why, why does Canada come up so often on this show? Like, we like Canadians a lot. I don't know. Death we metal and Canada go them. together. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry it comes up so much. It's okay. So besides that, I on Sunday, I like to at least try to tune into this show that I'm on. <laughs> and um, the l- last week I I was watching it and then was like, oh, you know what? No, I like, I'm like i going to stop watching it because then I won't be able to listen to it on Monday or whatever on the way home from work. So I stopped watching it. <laughs> Plus, it, I don't remember who Jesus was. Christ. Yeah, that was loud as balls. Yeah, yeah turn that shit it. off. Put that on silent. I am. I am. I messed up. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, for well, Rick's right. rude interruption. <laughs> that's right. Other than that, um, it was St. Patrick's Day, and I know you guys did. I don't. You did like a board game night thing or whatever. But we well, we tried to do a board game night, and then Carlos and I decided to solve mysteries at Sherlock Holmes. That oh, was that's right. Yeah, yeah. We solved a mystery. Over we solved mystery. Dude, about the mystery of who beats Timmy. Yeah, we solved. <laughs> but he he wouldn't tell anybody because he couldn't talk. Before we were here, we were at Bobtown eating foods, all of us, and uh, we did a parade there on St. Patrick's Day that was only two blocks long. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> it was good, I guess, if you're going to be I heard that a... they're the hosts of it. Like, they're the, the ones that got yeah. it Yeah, yep. That's pretty cool. That was really interesting. If you're going to do a parade, it might as well only be two blocks. We only had enough candy. Well, I mean, we've been to Ettrick numerous times, so. How much candy did you bring that you only had enough candy for two blocks? One bucket. (laughs) (laughs) We brought one package of Smarties. (laughs) (laughs) We raided, what is the dollar store in Roberts? Dollar General? Yeah, Dollar General. We went in there and (laughs) it was Slim Pickens and the woman was like, why is everybody coming in to get candy? Everybody (laughs) raided to the Dollar General for the parade. We got got the last of pretty much everything. (laughs) Go and get this candy. (laughs) (laughs) So what kind of candy? is like 145 years old. (laughs) What kind of candy did you guys throw? Blow pops. <laughs> From a bucket, which is a standardized hard. measurement. Was, well, yeah. I mean, it was every. When you're doing parade candies, bucket is the standardized measurement. But the bucket we ended up with was from, I don't know, pick pick a Disney movie. All right. Frozen? It, it, sure. It had some characters from it had a princess like a generic (laughs) princess generic white person in blue dress (laughs) the the worst part about the parade though was that i right before it went i went facebook live because i was like oh we should do like a live thing and i went facebook live and then i forgot and then i put it into (laughs) (laughs) facebook live my dick between my legs and it took a video of like the sky and and me shouting out 
Candy bar everyone. Candy bar everyone. Candy bar everyone. It's like the worst Nazi propaganda everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> the children were happy. So that's how you get it started. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we're Fucking in Facebook well, Live. Cool. <laughs> All right, well, over on Pete Cam, we got Pete. <sighs> Pete What's Cam up, is turning into oh gosh, somebody there's... else. Cam, <laughs> <laughs> just switch it, switch it. Well, so right. we got we got Pete Cam and Beer Cam over there. So Pete, you are also in charge of showing everybody the beers that we're drinking. That's a lot of responsibility there. Ooh. I don't have any of the beers. <laughs> well, no, no, wait, wait, we're not there yet. Oh, I'm just letting I mean, you know okay, for yeah. Okay. Vape, uh, vape I, Cam. Now, what I've been up to. So busy. We gotta know, man. We've I've made been it past so busy. ten thousand since peak cam. Yeah, ten thousand vapes. Now it's peak cam. <laughs> <laughs> ten thousand rips oh. off the old vapor. That was an achievement. What like, you, what'd you like do for days. your uh, for your ten thousand and first vape, man? Oh, I I played a lot of Fortnite. He forgot about it. Like, did did you have a special flavor? Like... <laughs> I don't remember what EG just I had right in at the time. Did you decide to ride the rocket for your ten thousandth vape? Uh, what is that, Carlos? In in uh, Fortnite, you can uh, people can shoot a rocket at, and uh, you can jump on the rocket and ride it. Yep, you can do that. Did you do that? Huh. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty but, fun. But not for your 10,000. It's for like, not for the 10,000. I hit it. I hit it today, like on the way to to meet with you guys. It's and pretty, I didn't even realize. It's pretty fun hopping on a fake rocket. Tell so, us about the 10,000th vape. Like, <laughs> was it amazing? Like, we forgot that we talked about it. I the forgot last about it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Until we talked about 10,000 vapes a little bit ago. <laughs> it's like when we showed up with two packages of donut holes for Pete. He's like, why would you get? these well because you're gonna beat the record oh shit it's like, oh, yeah. no because i like, remember cause, that because that day i was like it's like all right if you get donut holes you're like fuck, maybe i will i'm like oh great i get to have donut holes that day yeah i'll fucking do whatever you want to do <laughs> so i'm gonna have donut holes on sunday totally did not even come close to the record i, not no, even I was aware no <laughs> i meant well, but, well, but, no, but anyways yeah, i've been playing a lot of fortnite you know and Carlos, that's all you. Oh, you're done? <laughs> done now. Okay. I could talk about Fortnite, but I'm not. I could have, it sounded like you are about to go on, and then you just stopped. All right. I will not. Uh, so what have I been doing? Well, last week has been my uh, spring break, and I start my next round of classes start up uh, this Thank week. Thank God. He'll actually start doing shit again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be playing as many uh, video games, is what I would like to say, but I will probably play a bunch of uh, Far Cry 4 since that comes out. Far Cry 5 yeah, comes Far out Cry uh, this week. Far Cry 4 is already out. Yeah. I did play. I already played that one. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, uh, the Proto Man vinyl started uh, for uh, Act Two started uh, dropping. Apparently, and started shipping. So I ended up just. I just uh, about like fifteen minutes ago ordered my uh, copy of that. So that who is uh, Proto Man? Uh, Proto Man are a band. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Proto Man? Yeah, the Proto Man. About Proto Man or Proto Man? Proto Man. <laughs> Come on now. Wait, which one? Proto men. Wait, is it men? Whoa, is it multiple mans no now? Men. It's proto men. There are multiple men in the group too. So, so is it, is it oh. proto man? Proto men? Proto men. Proto men. The proto men. <laughs> <laughs> it's proto men. Nope. It still He's sounds like it. you're saying All proto men. Right. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's. So that was a bit more than I thought it was going to be. I 
I first time I spent fifty dollars on the album, but fifty bucks. Yeah. What well, did you get a bunch Crikey. of like shirts and? Is no, no, I did not do that because no I didn't want to spend like eighty plus dollars. Wait, so the vinyl itself was just fifty bucks? Yeah. Was yeah. it like? Well, it's like a. It's not. It's just a like, really uh, more like an indie thing that they had as far as p- selling the stuff. So was it pur- like it's their, purple uh, vinyl? Oh, is there a picture on the vinyl? I don't know. That we can watch spin in a circle. This, I hope not. I because like, why would you want to do that? That's a stupid thing to do. Because <laughs> it's fun. Carlos is really uh, excited. Carlos doing what he's in. good at, shitting all over if everything. You're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna spend that much money on vinyl, it better do something. Like be like glow in the dark. Like, oh, it's on 190 cool. gram. The Bayside did a glow well, in the dark I mean, album. That would still only be like 20 greens. bucks though. So well, the thing is, like, there's more to it. Well, it's basically like the number of songs that are on the. The vinyl are so is it a two disc vinyl? Yeah, it's two discs. Okay, okay. There's but, a lot of right. Is there a That's picture better. on there? That's better. I'm not sure, Casey, because they had <laughs> old image on there. Oh no, one they're fucking arrives. <laughs> Don't get salty, man. Get I was just asking questions. You better put that on Pete Cam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but yeah, I, that's no. basically it. It's always on Pete. All right, man. Rick. Um. Since the last time I was on the show, not a ton of stuff. I mean, I've been working, and then we went camping this weekend. Yeah, was, we did. That was fun. about that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so first camping trip of the year. That was pretty dope. Um, yeah. My dad did not enjoy it Casey. at all. <laughs> yeah, your dad joined us and then was cold and didn't sleep at all. Yep. And he's we, like, yeah, I'm really down for winter camping. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was super down for it until the next morning when he was like, How'd you guys sleep? And we were both like, oh, just great. It was nice. Like, we well, had a great time. the worst time. And then, then he's so. like, yeah, I didn't sleep at all. And we were just both like, oh, oh, dang. That's sorry. Sucks. And he's really quiet on the walk down the hill. Yeah, he was. Because <laughs> he just wanted to get home and nap because he hadn't slept all night. And just like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> it was too bad. Like, I slept wonderfully. Like, like we had you had a, a fire time. sword at one point. Like, that was a whole thing. Whoa. Yeah, he did do that. <laughs> My dad was like, fire sword! Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean that. No, he, he definitely <laughs> did do that. He backtracked hard on it. <laughs> fire sword. He's like, no, that's too much whimsy. We didn't have that right now. <laughs> yeah. too, uh, Gotta bring it down a couple notches. <laughs> Gotta be less, more serious, more serious. But no, it was, a, it was a great time. I enjoyed it, getting out and doing the old camp and campy ski. And, uh, yeah. Campy ski. Campuski. Campuski. And it was a good time. Um, other than that, I haven't done a whole ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, we but, took a little break from camping. We went to that bar in Afton. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the camping trip, we were like, let's take a hike. And then we hiked. And then we were like, let's go get a beer. And they were like five miles in and we're like, a beer sounds real yeah, good. Yeah, a beer right sounds good. And then we were like, well, I don't have the keys. So we hiked back up the hill. Yeah, another mile to up the, the fucking hill. And then we went down and had a burger and a beer. <laughs> that was really good. That's some good camping, guys. It was good. It was a good break hey, from the Matt, camping. Matt, how many times have you slept outside this winter? I don't want to sleep. Well, <laughs> fuck you then. <laughs> no, it, it was a good time. I mean, we we never make a claim to be like hardcore deep woods campers. Nope. So <laughs> we are campers who like pie. Yeah. <laughs> we got pie last time. It was great. We went and got some pie, and it was amazing. It was this mad. time we went and got a, a burger and a beer. And when we were in the 
the bar, the lady was like, does it seem cold to you guys in here? And we're like, we spent the night outside. <laughs> it's <laughs> great. <laughs> it feels good. She's like, oh, it's 67. It's really cold. Okay. <laughs> Crank her up then. Who cares? Because it's better than 24. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> what have you been up to, man? Uh, I saw Black Panther. How great was it? That's pretty great. Uh, I saw Annihilation, and I watched uh, Jumanji, oh. and that is my life. Dude, Jumanji was so good. It was really How good. How great so, was that movie? That's what I've heard. I laughed quite a bit. I like. I was like, I was going into it like this is gonna be okay. Yep. And then I was rolling at times. It was good, especially when like Jack Black was peeing, and uh, it was the girl that was in his. Yeah, body, and she's and like, like, "How does it work? I and, don't understand." And then he gets a re, re- erection, and then she's like, "Whoa, these things are crazy." <laughs> it's pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I really like uh, the short guy. What's his name? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart and The Rock mm. playing off of each other. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> That is absolutely delightful. They're always really good together. The short guy. The short guy. He's like two feet tall. He's shorter than Tom Cruise. <laughs> hey. He's at least he's four. He's like two feet tall. Well, I watched, uh, I watched about half of Annihilation and went to sleep. Was it Was it good? or? It was good. Okay. Wait, where did you watch half of Annihilation? What do you mean? He downloaded it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't want to address that but i did okay no i, I like <laughs> i i'm waiting for it to is it is it finally on stream it's on netflix sites uh it's if on netflix you, in europe yeah, yeah it's on netflix uh, it's one of those ones yeah. so it's not quite illegal yeah i, but, uh, I really want to see it i watched half of it and then i fell asleep and i was like oh no i fell asleep because it was interesting like it's what i saw but i was just super tired one that has natalie portman in did you see it? the yeah. beast that like takes like uh, uh absorbs people uh, when I said half, I meant probably like the first thirty minutes. He didn't see the beast that no. absorbs people. That's the creepiest part of the whole. Like movie. maybe the first twenty minutes, fifteen, one, one maybe. third. I heard it was a really good. Yeah, movie. It, it was not half. It. It's interesting. I exaggerated the half. It was definitely less. Okay. Did you see Tomb Raider yet? Nope. Why not? Because I haven't gone to the movie theater yet. Well, Dang, I did, I did it, because I went to Black Panther, but okay. I'll get to it. All right. Well, you better because it was because Alicia Vickers or whatever her name is, Vikander. But <laughs> Vikander. yeah, Vickers. I mean, yeah, no, she's definitely a priest. That's right, because we use old timey words around here. Keep her moving. <laughs> All right, uh, so this past week, let's see, what did I do? Uh, I ran this awesome thing called Legends of Lothos on Monday night. Yeah. And nobody died. Nobody died. Uh, Carlos found yeah. out that people didn't like dwarves when he tried to wash his clothes in a bathtub. <laughs> Carlos is it, was gonna... a, it was a, it was bathtub. a public bathtub. It was a giant bathtub that a lot a... of other people were in. It was a public bathtub, and you're like, I'm going to wash my clothes yeah, right you're here. you're washing your clothes. In the <laughs> you forgot the poop part. Well, they didn't offer a laundry well, yeah, service. No, they were covered in poop. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't offer one because they didn't do laundry there. Yeah, and that's a very big problem for it, me. It wasn't DIY laundry day at... <laughs> but I made it At that. the public bathhouse. <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah. dip your poop clothes in here while everyone else trying to get clean. Yeah, that's so cool. if you guys want to learn more about that... Uh, tune in every Monday night live at 8 p.m. Live. Central. In a world. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, uh, people don't let see. dwarves wash poop clothes <laughs> in the public Carlos, bath. They wouldn't let anybody wash poop clothes in the public bath. <laughs> <laughs> Can't like be like, I'm playing the dwarf card right now. Well, they didn't have to be so racist about it. I didn't try and wash my clothes. Otherwise, it probably would have been the same thing for me, too. And Pete just waded in, armor and all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the attention was focused on. You know, so it's just like, oh, well, get in. You know. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I did that on Monday. Um, and then went camping with Rick this weekend. It's a good time. That's a lot of fun. Ricola. Uh, yeah, then went to Dave's Brew Farm and Bobtown. Had some good beers. Had a good time. And now we're doing this show. That's a whole thing. Sure. <laughs> we're here. Now we're here doing this. Uh, so, uh, but we have a beer going around right now. Do you want me to pour you one, Casey? Yes, please. So, uh, we are drinking uh, Still Make Brewing Companies. That's still mank. Like, still stank. But still mank. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, they're barrel-aged porter, gold wax. It's 8.5% ABV with 20 IBUs. Description on this is five different spirit-soaked oak barrels were filled with porter, aged, then blended back together. We used two bourbon barrels that were filled on 9-10-16. Also, two bourbon barrels filled on 10-25-16 with added coke, uh, cacao nibs. Uh, and one Templeton Rye whiskey barrel filled on one three seventeen. And this eleven twenty one seven. There's a lot of goddamn dates here. Yeah, vintage. Gee, you still have some smooth, easygoing flavors with a richer, heavier body. Then added cacao nibs are not immediately. The oh, the added cacao nibs are not immediately obvious, but do complement the combination of bourbon barrels with rich, strong aromas and mouthfeel. So basically, they took. Uh, let's see. One, two, three different bourbon barrels filled at three different times and blended them together. And in one of them, they added cacao nibs. Yeah, well, it was five different ones. Two, two, and then one. Yeah, so two different of the same. Times. Yeah. Or and four, then, well, yeah, two of the same. Yep, and then two of the two same kind times. as before at a different time and then a different one. Let me check that bottle quick, right quick. You pass real it quick here, real quick here. Pass it down. Uh, and these so. guys are in Green Bay, right? Yeah, so uh, well, I went out to... Still mank. Okay, okay. Yeah, I went out to Green Bay with the girlfriend. Uh, she's from that area. And stopped at Still Mank. And the brewery is pretty cool. I tried a few of their beers. I haven't tried this one. What's um, what size brewery? What's that? What size brewery? It's pretty small. About. I couldn't tell you exactly like the... Like the barrel size and everything. I clicked on their about page. Um, we'll see what we got. Yeah, it's it's not a big one. It, they consider themselves a microbrewery and everything. Like, not a very big building and pretty small tap room. Like in general, it was a pretty small operation. Um, but the the lady working there, it, like full disclosure, didn't know a whole lot. Uh, she didn't know how to operate the crowler machine. So I couldn't get a crowler, so and th- that's why I ended up with this beer because it's the only one that was bottled, and she didn't know how to work a crowler. Um, but I tried a couple of the beers that they had there, like their ESB was super good. Um, I tried an IPA that was pretty good, so I haven't tried this one. Hopefully, this one's good too because they've got a good track record with me so far. What's up? You want to shade up? All right. Oh yeah. 
Well, is uh, everybody I mean, except a, a everybody's yeah. shading up? It wasn't yeah. really a thing. But right. Well, fuck you guys. <laughs> dark. This beer is dark. Yeah, it's dark. You guys are dicks. Who said, who My said that? My shades are dark. I can't, I can't do this. For our <laughs> listeners, everybody is wearing sunglasses in the studio except Casey. <laughs> well, you know, I was trying to look up things while Rick was talking, and you guys decided to be like, I'm going to be an <laughs> asshole. You're looking at your phones. This like, one's Rick, got a nice one. not really looking easy. at my phone. Up. <laughs> He's looking at the computer. Oh, your computer. Sorry. Hey, got a Pete, ruby cheers, bro. Sorry that I was, was trying to Cheers on 10,000 vapes, oh, homie. All right, Brian, what do you think about this beer? Well, let's drink. <laughs> Aroma. Aroma. It was what I would normally associate with a barrel-aged porter, especially since you were saying bourbon barrels, yeah? Yeah. Bourbon. Bourbon. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's of, got those bourbon notes. Uh, three different kinds of bourbon. Oh, the boy. <sighs> mm, oh, tons of vanilla. Um... Mellow nut bitter, um, which is for for me, good. Um, I really like this one. I uh, I like all of these kind of kinds of beers. Uh, I can. We're drinking out of what a like about a two or three ounce. Yeah. Glass here. Yeah. yeah, I could probably do about two three ounces of this. I'm I'm happy with it. It's good. It's it's a good amount. Yeah. Like, no, it's nice and mellow. It's not overly bitter. You can tell it was was aged with care and and blended well. Um, I guess yeah, that vanilla that's indic you know very indicative of uh, charred oak barrels. Yeah, that have had bourbon aged in them, and then beer. Pete, did you show the bottle on the Pete cam? Uh, nope, not yet. It's the beer cam. We need some like club music going. It's a it's a it's a nice looking bottle. I mean, it's, flashing lights. It's not too complex. Ooh, man, looks hey. elegant. Oh, looking good. Looking How good. How are we looking here? Looking good, man. Oh. It's a fairly <laughs> elegant looking bottle. It you know, looks nice. <laughs> Pretty. How is she looking on Pete? sex on our show. How is it look? What? Yeah, we will never what? have live sex on the show, Matt. But I know you that. keep pushing for it. <laughs> he was the one that said it earlier. <laughs> it's not that kind of studio, guys. It's guys, not that kind of studio. Guys, I have this idea. It's, it's blind, it's, blind ninja studio. <laughs> and, <laughs> we're not gonna. We can't. We're on. We're on Twitch, right? Yes. <laughs> moving along. All right. Moving the keeper, along. Pete, what do you think about the beer, man? Um. It's good. I yeah. I really couldn't have a whole lot of it. I get a lot of burn from it. Um, not that that really describes anything about the beer. This is hot, but you know, I do booze. get the charred oak in there. A little bit of vanilla after he mentioned it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty for me. Sun. It's pretty heavy for me. You know, as far as the it's the, heavy, the barrel character, I guess the bourbon heavy. character. Yeah. Carlos, it's pretty good. Like uh, I'm trying, like trying, like look for flavors besides that vanilla and like if. I'm mostly just they must be too subtle for me so uh, yeah pretty good otherwise yeah um, I pick up like vanilla there's that bourbony character it's a little boozy um, at 8.5% I think the booze shines through a little more just because it's a porter not a stout that's bur- like barrel aged agree um, because it's just got a little bit lighter body so the the booziness shines through a little more but i kind of like i like that about it is it's not heavy like typically when you think barrel aged 
your first thing is stouts. Like, you're barrel-aging stouts a lot of the time. Yeah. And it's not unheard of to barrel-age a porter or anything like that, but... We just did. Right. It's typically, like, not as often as stouts. Like, stouts are your barrel-aged yeah. things that you think of first. So it's a little different from that, and I like that, because it's a little bit more drinkable than, like, a like an imperial stout that's barrel-aged. So the drinkability of it is nice. Um, it obviously makes you notice the booze a little more, but... Like, those vanilla characters, um, the cocoa nibs are, like, in there for me as, like, a supportive flavor on the back end. Yeah, they're there, but they're supportive. Yeah, and that's, and, and as it was described in the, the description from the brewery, but it's really nice because it, like, comes in there at the end, and it's, like, nice supportive flavor that comes in. A little bit of complexity, but not too much. Like, it's not a super complex beer, but just enough for me to be interested in it to keep trying to explore flavors in it. Yep. Matt? Uh, I am in the infancy of appreciating barrel-aged beers. Uh, You're a barrel baby. I'm a barrel baby. (laughs) Uh, I'm not a big fan of this. The boozy character just kind of take over it, and it's kind of like a pungent taste at the end. I think that's a terrible way to describe it, but... I don't know. That that's what I feel. Okay, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. No, I, I can see what you're saying. There's, there's a lot of barrel barrel character on the back yeah, end. There is. It's a, it, I've had a lot of barrel aged beers on here throughout the time of yep. this, and uh, this one definitely. I don't know about yeah. that. Uh-uh. I find it very, uh, for lack of a better term, vanilla rose esque. Like you know, yeah. We, we, I, I mean, we've, see that, we've, yeah. we've had a lot of vanilla rose on this show, right? And that's that's Pitchfork's barrel aged. Porter. Right. And so that's kind of my go-to when I'm comparing barrel-aged porters. Um, it, it's a lot like the, a lot like this, except this one has a lot more chocolate, mm-hmm. a little bit more vanilla. Right. And I really like that toasty barrel on the back end. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, like, I totally see where Matt's coming from not being a barrel-aged fan. Yeah. But I am a barrel-aged fan, and I like the barrel character that it picks up, like, that's put off on the back end. It's it's almost like it's smoky. Well, it's, but it's not, almost like a like a graham cracker s'more like thing. Like yeah, right it's at the end. it's almost like a little bit like smoky, but not like not like smoked malt smoky, but like from the barrel, mm-hmm. like that that toasted like charred oak type of flavor. Charred, but not charred. I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to describe it the best I can without. Well, and it gets to the the root of the thing that we keep talking about is there's not a good vocabulary or shared vocabulary for beer. Yeah. But... And so we just kind of make up words. Yeah. It feels good. It does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, we're going to skip over Brian and go straight to Pete for what number would you give this beer? (gasps) We're going to do an eight. An eight? All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. I'd give it an 8.5. I think this is a pretty good barrel-aged porter. Going for a six. I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. What did Casey eight. say? I said an eight. Or, I'm sorry, Carlos. <laughs> I, I give it, it a seven. Seven? Okay. okay. I mean, I, which, I, which <laughs> isn't a, it's not a bad score. We're not the same person, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm always like curious when you guys are doing a beer on this show, like if... We're very, we're usually very close. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but we drink a lot of the same beers. Yeah. It's almost you like, don't want to. You don't want to throw. In case he always goes like it. Sometimes maybe he just oh, takes my score. I don't want to throw. Um, I mean, we're like out of ten. We're out of ten on the show. Yeah, uh, these beers. I mean, are, if you don't want to, you don't have to. I'm just saying. Like, no, usually and that's don't jump over um, that. I mean, these kinds of beers are it. I like two or three ounces of it, and and then I'm good. But um, I'm. You really shouldn't judge anything in two or three ounces. Sure. Yeah. I get um, that. We judge everything, though. Yeah, well, we like, do. Like, like, uh, like my, my very first sip of it, well, we're, I was thinking, like, is this, like, at first I thought, wait, did I just taste cleaning chemicals? Like, and after that, I was like, no, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, so, like, we, we do abide by the three sip rule. Right. You can't make a judgment until you've had at least three yeah. sips of a thing. Well, and I think our listeners understand that we're pretty subjective. Oh, like, 100% it's, subjective. It's fully about what you taste. I don't know what you're t- you guys are talking about. I'm 100% objective with my scores and ratings. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> just, Sometimes they're random. Like, <laughs> Sometimes you just assign a number you don't even care about. That's Hi, what Carlos. numbers are. <laughs> so, Carlos, we're just not going to tell you which beers we hand you are infected during our infected <laughs> tasting thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like a nine to DMS or something like, like when we did the American, uh, the American light lager tasting, I think Carlos was zero for ten. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got one just out because you know you have to get at least one right. You got one right on odds. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I just feel like these types of beers should be. Judged accordingly by people that drink a lot of them and and really understand. And so are really experts, not by us. Hey man, that's work. fair. With expert that's badges fair. on, I I was just giving you an opportunity. If you wanted to, you could. Oh yeah, totally. Well, uh, see, and I was just trying not to put him on the spot. Thanks yeah. for ruining that. Rough. No, I'm not trying to for put me. him on the spot. Like, <laughs> If I mean, he wants to I throw mean, a number out, he can. If he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't you have did to. though. Put him on the spot. For me, I like oh. him. I like him more mellow. And and not bitter, and this one was a really nice, mellow, and seemed very carefully blended. So I we should do that do every time we ask Rick it. about like yeah. lambic or sour or anything. Like <laughs> exactly, don't get into those Rick. really either. We'll go to the next person. Yeah, right. well, that, well, that's the thing though. Like on this show, like we'll pass a sour around, and I'll be like two because I don't like the style. Yeah, like so it's it's all subjective. Like, I don't get into sour candy if we were if this was a candy show. And we were like, we've done that. We, <laughs> yeah, we were just eating candy instead of drinking beer. Then, if you guys can't like be sour candy, it'd be like two. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I don't like sour at all. <laughs> well, nobody likes I sour like candies. Nerd, like, are you kidding me? Nerd, Wait, I, like I, think sour <laughs> I like sour candies. <laughs> yeah, but like, you were eating sour candies all day on last Monday, weren't you? All night. Who? Sometimes yeah, sour Carlos, gummy worms. Oh, yeah, I was. Maybe there's like no other candy though. So if there's no other candy, then. But I'm going to eat the sour candy because it's candy. <laughs> Just saying. But if I have a choice between gummy worms and sour gummy worms, yeah, you, you want to pass that over here? I'm going to have a squish more of it. Yeah, why don't you oh, give it back to Rick? Just a squish. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. That's uh, there's, I mean, you can finish off the bottle if you guys want. I don't care. Supreme Ooh, Court shit. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has declared <laughs> a ruling on a white hot issue, announcing that hot dogs are indeed sandwiches. Yeah! <laughs> the what? octogenarian 
has made her decision on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert on March 21st. I was told not to ask her about any pending cases before the court, uh, but I just had to ask her about one of the most divisive issues facing our country, (laughs) Stephen Colbert quipped. But he evidently, evidently couldn't resist. Is a hot dog a sandwich, he asked, the long-serving Judge Ginsburg in a one-on-one interview. You tell me what a sandwich is, and I'll tell you if a hot dog is a sandwich, he tactfully replied. Colbert then describes a sandwich as two pieces of bread with almost any type of filling in between, as long as it's not more bread. To which Justice Ginsburg uh, presses, you said two pieces of bread. Does that include a roll that's cut open, but still not completely Two separate pieces of bread. <laughs> this is why you're in the Supreme Court, Colbert jokes. This, uh, that gets immediately to the question, does the roll need to be separated into two parts? The pair then discuss their finer technicalities of the sub-sandwich and rules uh, that have dubbed it so. So then, a hot dog is also a sandwich, Colbert asks again, to which the wise 85-year-old retorts, on your own definition, yes, it is. If a submarine sandwich is a sandwich, then a hot dog is also a sandwich. <laughs> you know, it's actually interesting you brought that up because I, uh, rec- like, just a couple days ago, came across the sandwich alignment chart. And it's alignment chart for sandwiches. Where the fuck did this come wow. from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you got you you got a uh, you he got was two axes re- ready over there with his phone. <laughs> yeah, because well, you had, had to pull it up. You, you bring up food hot and dog. expect Carlos not to have <laughs> some hard fact behind him. Contraire, mon frère. Hot dog is on the chart, not as a pure sandwich though. Because Carlos, there's two axes on. I it. literally have a Supreme Court ruling <laughs> in my favor. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just letting you know though, like the sandwich is on the chart. Like it runs from incredible purist ingredient purist, where like that's where it's uh, it must have classic sandwich toppings, meat, cheese, lettuce, condiments, all the way to ingredient rebel, where it can have literally any food product sandwich together. And the other <laughs> access is structure, where it has to have the classic bread sh- uh, sandwich shape, two pieces of bread, <laughs> which goes all the way to structure Re- rebel, where it can contain food enveloped in any way by any containing food. So the purest sandwich on this chart, BLT. The neutral. Tr- Wait, neutral. how is how is that the purest sandwich? Because it has meat. It does not have the cheese, but it has like lettuce and it has condiments like mayo. Generally, you put mayo. on No, there. but you just made a exclusion for your purest sandwich. I don't know, Casey. I didn't make the fucking chart. I don't know that he I, made the chart. But I feel like a grilled cheese true, uh, would be your purest sandwich. Oh, uh, but that doesn't have meat. A uh, a true neutral uh, falls uh, under uh, a hot dog. And then Radical Sandwich Anarchy, which is the basically chaotic evil chart, that is a Pop-Tart. <laughs> <laughs> a Pop-Tart is not a sandwich. No. Well, that's why it's on the worst end of the scale. It's like, you know, it doesn't really no. mean any... It doesn't even belong on the scale. A Pop-Tart is not a sandwich. Your scale is it flawed. Is, it, it is, is something, a food it is, enveloped in another food, so it, by the scale, uh, it, it is. J- jelly? <laughs> <laughs> is that your retort jelly? <laughs> Allow me to rebut uh, jelly. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with no on the best turn being a sandwich. Uh, I'm gonna go with no. That's why that's on the cat evil part of we're, the charge. Like, what it's we're not learning today is that that sandwiches are very subjective. Well, no. <laughs> so yeah. I like I'm not gonna lie. The thing that pisses me off more than anything is the concept of an open face sandwich. No, you just decided to stack shit on top of bread. That's not a fucking <laughs> well, open face sandwich. So definitionally, I feel like. Now, however, what if it was when like you, a, you folded it then? When you sandwich you can't something. Fold an open face sandwich. But what I if feel, you did? No, because then it's not an open face sandwich anymore. Then it becomes a sandwich. You can fold a, sandwich. a pizza. I feel, I feel like That's a calzone. I'm on your side here it's because a sandwich. when you have an open face sandwich, <laughs> when you sandwich something, it's between two things, and an open face sandwich is not between two no, things. No, yeah, no. It's just shit on stacked on top of bread. So yeah. shit At on that a point, shingle. it's closer to a pizza. It is. It's much closer to a pizza than a sandwich. Yeah. Because then you have bread with toppings. You don't have bread sandwiched yep. around something else. So, That's called a Midwest so sandwich pizza. Sandwich is right a there. verb, right? <laughs> sandwich I, is not a I, verb. I, <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah, be. Actually, you, you can, can sandwich you can, something. You can sandwich someone. You, to sandwich. Or something. Yes. Yeah, you can sandwich something. Yeah. You, uh, so uh, can it be sandwiched? You get into that, Pete, is the question. <laughs> I'm into, well, I'm into sandwiches. You do a lot of sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does a lot of sandwiches in his personal time. Now, I know for sure he's pretty open when it comes to sandwiches. It's tough to sandwich I can yourself. tell you that I know for sure sandwiching is a verb. What I, is what? I just want to note that um, Matt is not the vape king. I, okay, can I give you a diagnosis of what I've done here? No. 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 Change anything on there, right? I did. What did you change? In the battery cell. So, uh, Pete's been going at 95.9%. Why would you do that? What? That's what Pete's been doing. No, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm do not just believe right anything there. that comes out of his mouth until I talk to you about this. All Go right. on, Matt. What's the number at right now? You look so angry 50. on Pete Cam. And what was that when you gave it to me? 55.9. There was a 95. No, it wasn't. It guarantee was a 95. Well, he used it before me, so maybe he accidentally bumped it up. <laughs> no, I put it down, in, I put it I down to 20%, and I was still hacking my lungs up when I did that. It's not percent, it's watts, okay? Oh, sorry, Bro. I put it at 20 I put it at twenty watts, and I was still... Bro. If I, it was if, at 9.5 watts. All right, I'm going to watts. 30, and then I'm going to 40, Matt, and I'm, I'm just to telling you, if I smoked it at 95, I would be hacking in my throat would be burning. All right, let's see it. Suddenly we're arguing Why would about, I want to do that? about vaping. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? Now, would Pete's lungs be so sandwiches? <laughs> Pete's what? lungs? Well, no, because it's not food product. You will put that flavoring. Hey, like hey, if lungs are subjective. <laughs> All right? Well, I mean, so you, you put tobacco between two lungs. It's is that a sandwich? But is tobacco a food it's product? Is tobacco flavored to the point of almost being jelly? Can you do the, the beginning news story thing again or like a banjo quick? <laughs> there are, are 425 highway signs in Virginia that proudly proclaim speed, speed limit enforced by aircraft, and they're all lying. State police spokeswoman Corinne Geller says her department hasn't airily enforced the speed limit for more than five years. I bet she's related to Ross Geller. Eerily. You say she proudly <laughs> declared that? No. Oh, I thought I heard proudly declared. Like, I think we I haven't know. done this in years. No, no, the budget actually went to buying a tank instead. Uh, Geller say? says enforcing speed limits from the sky takes a lot of resources. She says the Kessna planes used by the program cost $150 Cessna. per hour. That's what I said, Kessna. Okay. No, you said... 
Cessna. It's, it's Cessna. It's Cessna. I know, but, but I decided to say Cessna, ahead. and then I reinforced it by saying that again, and then you agreed with me. Yeah, no. go ahead and reinforce your incorrectness. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Casey. <laughs> didn't didn't Carlos say like caveat the other day? Or yeah, something? yeah. Everyone everyone on this show says things wrong, but when I do it, I get shit. So I'm not gonna let it go. <laughs> Fuck you, Rick. I always get shit for everything I do. Yeah, you would do too, but he doesn't. He thinks he shouldn't. So we're getting after him. That's because I'm the host. We're getting somewhere here. (laughs) This is just therapy hour now. (laughs) All right. The Cessna planes used by the program cost $150 per hour to operate. In addition to pilots, training, computer software, troopers, and cars on the ground. Geller tells uh, the Bristol Herald Courier... Uh, the signs are legally required to stay up because the program is still on the books and could be reinstated if funding becomes available. But they're not, so just speed on those roads, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is a public service announcement for people in Virginia. They do that in uh, Canada because when I went to Niagara Falls, they had those signs up, but they were legit because I saw like 8,000 planes. I don't even think they use ground troopers. Like, well, yeah, but if if things are costing, like, you can't give somebody a speeding ticket by airplane. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works. Well, actually, you can because if they can get your license plate, then they just mail it to you. In some states, that's I thought unconstitutional. They found that to be unconstitutional. Yeah, that depends on the state. I'm true. also talking true. about Canada. That's true. Where that's where they different. don't have a constitution, they have a queen. In England. <laughs> but, but sometimes they yep. speak a different okay. language. Then you're just not allowed to come into Canada until you pay it, which would suck because I like Canada. It really doesn't affect me at all. It affects me. I like Canada. I mean, I don't hate Canada. I just have never been there. Really? Yeah. It's like a maker's oh, hat. I like Canada. I've never had a reason to go. It's just pretty cool. That's who's, who's popping? Yeah, someone's, I don't, yeah, someone's I, crackling. Was it was it was it uh, Matt's sunglasses case? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. that I don't was know, that doing was weird. It. I don't know. Sounded like anomaly. an electronic crackle. I don't know. Anyway, anomaly. Uh, Gambian voters will go to the polls in April and May this year to elect local levels of officials. The councillors and mayoral voters or vote will be held uh, for two main mu- municipalities, Canfining, and the capital Banjul. Uh, it turns out uh, we'll, that this will be the last time the West African country employs its unique voting method of using marbles. Marbles? Yes. The Alexis what? Commission chief, Aliou Momar, uh, said Gambia will switch to the use of ballot paper as per international standards after the polls. He was quoted by a news website, uh, the Fatoon Network, as saying... Uh, uh, aside towing international practice, cost-wise, the ballot papers were better than the marbles. Uh, this is the second time he has spoken about the move. In April 2017, Najai uh, described the marble system as a huge logistical nightmare, but said it will be kicked out uh, in due course. It was subsequently <coughs> used in legislative polls. Elections come and go, but Gambia remains. There are rules governing the campaign, and as aspiring can- uh, and all aspiring candidates have the rules. Uh, an estimated 900,000 voters are expected to cast their ballots at uh, 1,400 polling stations across the country. Gambia adopted the unique system in the 1960s as a solution to eliminate uh, spoilt ballots and allow for easy participation of 
illiterates in the electoral process. Voters are each handed a glass marble by election officers after verification of their identity. The voter then retreats into an enclosed space where they are faced with the drums. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! The drums. They yeah, basically big buckets oh. with. <laughs> That's a- I think I I pictured people be so beating on drums too. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, mar- marble lasts too. Like right? why are, why are they so basic? Paper basically, here? like, like the, the marble thing is uh, because a large portion of the country might be illiterate in Gambia. Uh, they're they're given a glass marble and then they walk into this room that just has like pictures of candidates over buckets. <laughs> Oh, God. And they just drop their marble into whichever one they like. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just looking. They're just looking at who looks the nicest. Well, I'm sure well, they've seen them before. Yeah, they, going I to mean, the booth. you know, and you know, like uh, their their campaigns and There's stuff like that. But right, yeah, I'm sure all their TVs and the illiterate villages are showing them exactly who they're voting for. Well, there's like flyers and yeah. people draw and stuff. You know? Yeah, all the words on the flyers are really telling them what's going on. You could put a picture on a flyer. Hey, man, Jesus laugh Christ. all you want. You've never heard of a hanging marble. <laughs> like, a marble is definite. That's right. That's a 2004 election joke for all you young folks out there. Or a write-in marble. <laughs> you just have a sharpie and your well, own you bucket. Your own fucking marble. <laughs> no, no, no. You can, no. Not, so you can't bring your own marble, but you can bring your own bucket. <laughs> just get a, there early, set up your own bucket. Uh, just a hundred extra buckets with Polaroids over them. It's, it's me. I'm. I want to be the guy. I don't know how to read, but I want to be the guy. Yeah, I really like this bucket system well, with marbles. Aside from uh, you know their whole voting system, like before their like their previous uh, president, like things were pretty fucked up with him or in charge. So like this is Wait, actually what a, do you know about Gambia? He politics? said setting <laughs> his phone down after he just looked. No, no, it up. no. I, I was just double checking that this was the same country. Like uh, that, I had like remember this article right? He just researched I, it now no, as I, we were talking. I read this uh, art because I had seen the same pop up. Like, why would somebody use marbles f- to vote? And instead of going on to de- the article, instead of going Going on to detail on like the voting system, they went to detail on like how fucked up it was. So about the voting system, or about the like yeah, about like how things were going in the country and how uh, the president, the president they had, like eventually contested the whole marble voting that was being kicking him out of office. He was not a fan of that. So yeah. Oh, he wasn't happy with the system that made him not the president anymore. He was not. At yeah. first, he was fine with, it, and then he changed his mind. Oh, was he fine with it when it did vote him and into then, office? And then he left the country with I'm a shit ton of money. A trend. So uh, there, there's a quote here: the, "These drums are not just expensive to make, but you have to paint them with party colors. And where you have independent candidates, you have to give each a color." <laughs> it sounds like they're just uh, like opposed to arts and crafts. Because <laughs> it doesn't sound that expensive. It sounds like you could reuse them. I just keep thinking about drums. Like, like it sounds like, like you have the to. Uh, well, if I mean the ones who gets the most beats win. What if you for us? For us, it's definitely it's a bucket. So when you narrow it down, it's a bucket, and it seems like you have to buy the bucket once. Like I'm pretty sure you have to buy once, it once. for each polling place. That's fourteen hundred polling places. But you already have them. So now you're done buying them once, and now you're repainting them with spray paint. So 
you're giving your marble. What if you had like actually dropped it underneath something really heavy? Don't give really your heavy? marble to just any woman. No. <laughs> couldn't I'm you just, just no, take what if, marbles out? What if it rolled underneath drum? something really heavy and you couldn't drop it in one of the buckets? Like, what do you do that? Like, do you, do you get another uh, marble? What? A marble that's too heavy? No, you dropped it and it rolled underneath something really heavy. God, Rick, you gotta be well, in the conversation. Well, then you don't get to vote Carlos, anymore. Carlos, they don't put those things in the room with the drums. I'm just well, that would concerned. be the best case scenario, but I don't know. Yeah, but you don't get to vote anymore. You're irresponsible and you dropped your marbles. the marbles will come out of the drum somehow. Because I could probably reach my hand into the drum and take some of the marbles and put them into other drums. Well, that would be cheating. <laughs> I, but I'm in it. Well, and we know for a, a fact that people don't area. do that. Yeah, no, wait, this is all on the honor system. <laughs> We don't know that. We know that people don't cheat in elections. Come Not on. in Gambia. <laughs> Not anywhere. People are honorable. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I just want to... Like, <laughs> I'd be the first one taking marbles from drums. Well, you bring your own sack of marbles. I'd probably bring my own fucking drums, too. Like, uh, whatever. Well, they have these really cool boards that they counted the marbles on. Well, they just, like, kept, like... It looked like a Mancala board's. Oh. They were just like, you know that they know that they're not counting. They're not counting. They're actually just playing Mancala. Mancala is a great game. That's what their accent is. <laughs> yeah. they, yeah, they, they got distracted playing Mancala and forgot to count, and they were like, uh, uh, I don't know, he wins. Uh, uh, they forgot. So a prominent Orthodox rabbi in Israel said that meat from genetically cloned pig would be kosher for consumption by Jews, including when eaten with dairy products. Wait. Uh, like cloned or grown? Lab cloned. Grown. Right. So it's a cloned creature that's fine? Yeah. It's still a pig. Rabbi Yuval Cherlow yeah, doesn't make sense. Uh, said in an interview published on Wednesday that cloned meat is not subject to the rules that apply to the consumption of regular meat. So if you, cl- if you clone a human... It sounds like Homeboy just wants to eat some bacon. And so according to, to these rules, it. though, if you cloned a human, <laughs> it's legit to eat that human then. Maybe not that far. You cut right to the <laughs> right to the meat of the issue. Here, you made it weird. <laughs> I think that that this guy just really wants some bacon, and he's like, "Let's get it done." No. He's like, "I mean, if we can have long pig too, let's go for that." Said, I mean, <laughs> if it was lab grown, like that'd be completely different. You said with dairy though, so like cheese, or you could do like milk dogs. Yeah. Maybe Whoa, the clone what? one doesn't have a soul. Milk dogs? Well, so, what? all right. So, for those of you who don't <laughs> know, own a soul. Uh, yeah, milk dogs. Like, to be kosher, you can't have milk. Uh, so, like, you, you can't have, like, cheese. You can't have a cheeseburger f- to be kosher because you can't have dairy and meat on the same meal. But then you can like, with those. I, like, can I, like, give one there and one there? I'm like, as long as they never touch. Oh, that's cool. But they're gonna touch I, your. I store. don't let them touch on my plate, anyways. Yeah, they don't care once it's inside. Yeah. Your mouth. Once once it's inside you, it doesn't matter. But they can't touch on your plate. Pizza compartmental eater. <laughs> Pizza like the only time 100%. I like a cheeseburger is if I have my hamburger over here, my pickles over here, my bun over here, no, no my pickles. cheese over here. What about Fuck eggs and cheese? Well, no, but they're, they're on the plate, but you don't eat them. Well, well eggs no, and they're cheese, not gonna like, be you, on the plate. Uh, does, yeah, I'm on the with this system, does eggs count as a meat? Bags. Do you have eggs and cheese? Oh, eggs. Carlos, not meat. I'm not that okay. Jewish. Eggs are know. not meat, dude. I mean, that's a debate. I know, but like, mil- if milk <laughs> is like, uh, if you can't mix uh, mil- milk with stuff, you never know. Milk and hot dogs. No, eggs are not meat. <laughs> but they're another product. And Carlos, I'm, eggs uh, are not I'm answering your question right now. Hot dogs in hallways. No, they're not. Are omelets kosher? Yeah. Yeah. Because eggs are not meat. 
This is a very important question that we need to know. Carlos, this is not a, a vegetarian issue. This is a flesh issue <laughs> for them. But like an egg a Omelets are kosher. Oh, yeah. all right. Because eggs are an animal product, they're not animal flesh. So it doesn't apply. I don't know. I'm oh, actually, there's somebody here really mad about that <laughs> exact it issue. It doesn't matter. That guy's wrong. Because the issue is with the flesh. Yep. And milk, yep. though. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that, that's milk. an animal product. Yeah. So you, you can't put, you can also cannot put eggs on your hamburger. Well, that is stupid. Can you have a breakfast burger? Yeah, because oh. that's separate from flesh. Bro. Right. That's you can mix eggs burger. and milk, though. Oh, yeah. And eggs and cheese. That's yep. fine. But you can't put that stuff with your meat. Right. These are too many rules to be keep track of. Well, See, that's simple. why Judaism is declining. Well, but it, but it's also it's not it's not hard. a lot of rules. It's actually <laughs> it's too hard to deal with. It's yeah. actually still pretty you gotta simple. You got to learn another language. Crap. No, it's actually so still hard. pretty simple because it's not flesh. Gosh. If it's not flesh, then it's separate. Yeah, but you're taking all these delicious things. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying Carlos is. Oh, yeah, no. Because we'll find I out. had asked a question, a legitimate question, and I got an answer. Can we go, can you're we welcome. Go, can we go back to the <laughs> Jew who says that clones are okay to eat? Yeah, that guy's weird. Like people clones? All right, yeah, thank you. Well, they don't have souls, though. You can't clone a soul. Uh, that's true. <sighs> that's mm-hmm. the thing. Yep, mm-hmm. They didn't come out of cloned meat produced from a pig shall not be defined as prohibited for consumption, including with milk. And in the interview, uh, Trillo said, uh, or Trillo appears to be talking about meat that is grown artificially in a laboratory from cells of a pig rather than meat produced from a live pig whose genetic material comes from a cell which the pig was cloned. Yeah, hasn't however, passed a labia. However, That's what the, it is. the article does not. You don't fucking know. Does not quote from. <laughs> does not quote him as making the distinction in the interview ahead of uh, Bar <coughs> Leon University symposium titled "Science in Halacha," uh, featuring a talk by Charlo. He advocated rabbinic approval of cloned meat so that people would not starve to prevent pollution and to avoid suffering of animals. I mean, for, from that point, like, it makes sense. Yeah, but do cloned animals suddenly not feel pain or suffer then? Uh, well, if you're talking about laboratory-grown meat, then no. They have no soul. Oh, the meat. Oh, yeah. so they're not not—they're not talking about, like, actual, like, he, he did like not make a sheep that was cloned. Well, he, he didn't make a distinction. I know, but you're on our... Yep. We're not, what's going on? <laughs> Don't, worry about that. Don't worry about that. We're 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 not talking about meat that's like from a live animal yes. grown. Also, we are an hour into the show. We should probably get to the discussion. Yeah, we can get to the discussion. Are we gonna take a break? No, we're not gonna no, take a break. Okay, I don't know why the I don't know what's going on. No, don't here. worry about that. Okay. All right. So our uh, yeah. So uh, the rabbi said that you guys can eat clone pig. Fuck Go ahead. Yeah. Enjoy. All right. And clone people, apparently. Once you find it in the grocery store, have at it. All right. So uh, today, for our discussion topic, we are doing uh, something very unique and kind of interesting. Gordon, if you want to come down and join in on this, you're welcome to. Gordon, uh, come down here. Gordon, get. Gordon, come here. Yep. Yep. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, somebody did. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I did not. It's oh. not over here All yet. Right. So we it's are not, doing an off-flavor taste here. test, which is going to be really interesting and kind of fun. Yeah. So uh, we went to the Siebel Institute and picked up a sensory training kit. 
Uh, we're going to mix that with a liter of beer. It's going to be an off flavor that's common in beer. Um, and, yeah, so we, we got a couple of people, you know, kind of popping in here. Uh, just kind of hop in, on my, pull up a chair, share a mic with somebody. Uh, we're going to do an off flavor of beer kind of testing thing. It's going to be kind of fun. So... Alright, so we're gonna start with the first one here. Uh, where did Rick go? Rick? I don't know. Went to get a, oh, a different beer. I don't really know. Okay. We're popping up on a, what a case these, of Founders get, Solid Gold. Yeah, so, so our base beer is Founders Solid Gold. Give these three beers to Rick, please. Three beers. And then give him a pitcher. Give me a if pitcher. You don't mind. Somebody pooped. <laughs> yeah, we already, talk, like we already talked we, about we, that. Already yeah, but that. It, it has just reached me, is what I'm saying. I smell the poop. We had to turn off the HVAC because it makes noise. And then uh, just take <laughs> one of these the down up. and pass it around. Uh, Ian, uh, Rick. Oh, no, don't touch it then, is what you're saying. Don't touch it, Rick. Yeah, hold on one second, Rick. <laughs> Rick, uh, vial number one is vial. going into that one. Okay, do you... Uh, so, so this came with like a booklet and yeah, a, and there's, a bunch there's, of cool vials. There's, what am I getting? Uh, technically, cans. these are ampules. I'm ampules. Saying, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, pass Carlos, beer, take one down, pass it around. All right. Except for the three that I gave Rick. Yeah. So I do. You want me to get another pitcher ready so we don't have to sit here? We're we're, we're going to do this as soon as we get the first one done. Okay. I'm going to give Rick another one. Yeah. Uh, I'm handling the ampules because apparently I'm the most qualified. They're made out of glass, man. Are they? Oh my god. Yeah, no, they're glass. You have yeah. to break oh, them. Oh, they are, like legit. Who else needs Very a nice. can of beer? I think we're good. I think everybody's uh, got I a can do. of beer. Uh, well, yeah, actually, Gordon and I both do. Okay, good. Okay. Alright. What do you want me to do here? Alright, I would like you to pour the ampule in there, and then the three cans of beer. So the ampule first. Yep. Alright, so this first one uh, that's going to go around... Uh, so basically, uh, this is going to. Uh, so each ampule is about this triple. This ampule stinks. Yes, it's it's triple the amount, uh, or concentration wise of the contaminant that you would or the off flavor that you would find in the beer. So this first one is going to be sour and buttery. Um, yeah. and it comes from like a lactobacillus contamination in beer. That shouldn't be sharp. Uh, do we have a bunch of little tiny like sample glasses? We do. Well, we have some. In the middle of the table. Right. Yeah, oh, so we can get yes. those on the table perfectly. Are you sure you don't want me to start pouring one, too? Um, number two. Number two. Numero dos. And three beers. Wow, they are glass. They... What? I wasn't lying. Yeah, they're glass ampules. If you want me to break them. <laughs> You got it? I got it. Just make sure you, you don't put glass shards in I just in shattered it. it in my hands. Casey's uh, busy doing his best to lie to everyone. <laughs> yeah, you didn't You didn't put glass shards in there, did you? No, There's I can't cameras really everywhere. Out of this. <laughs> what? It's coming. All right, and so the one Matt is working on is DMS, which is cooked corn or vegetables. But uh, we will talk about that one when we get to uh, a- after we're done with the contamination. And everyone also has a controlled beer. It smells like vegetables. So make sure you just don't drink that one immediately, because I know it's tempting. Cause yeah, because we, we kind of went with, like, some some good beer here for the... 
control beer, right? Well, I, 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 I thought about here. doing shit beer, but I was like, <laughs> but then I have to drink it. <sighs> Touche. <laughs> we always keep a case of Budweiser at the brewery because we calibrate our dissolved oxygen <laughs> machine oh. against cans of... That's actually a really good idea. Well, it's always right on the fucking money. Yeah. They have a stupid amount of money to put on it. Like, Damn, yeah. Well, so we we went with solid gold partially. Well, are you done pouring that? Yeah. Will you start passing it around? Yeah. All right. You want me to pass the pitcher or pass? Pass the Do pitcher. Gla- or glasses. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so. Just make a decision. Another <laughs> another part of it was that, like, we don't drink PBR or something. So. It's a good. Yeah, that's a good Putting point. it into something that we would actually drink makes more sense, too. Oh, okay. I like it. Gracias. All right, so amp- <laughs> ampule number one is ampule number one is Just contamination, contamination, sour and buttery, uh, and the source is usually contamination uh, from lactobacillus. As buttery as hell. Yeah, so these are going to be super buttery, and so the reason we're doing this is we try a lot of beers on this show, and. Having the ability to actually like detect some of these off flavors, I feel like is going to help a lot. It smells like but, uh, butter, that's for sure. Oh yeah, this yeah, is super buttery. It really does. Butter oh beer. wow, it's butterscotch flavored beer. It's like you melted yeah, a so, stick of butter in so it. So another thing that we determined was that the amounts of this is probably about three times the normal amount of contamination you'd have in a beer. On average, um, so it's amped up so that you can really detect it. But see, the 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 problem I'm running into is as soon as I tasted this, I'm like, I've had so many beers like this before. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had one like this earlier today. Yes. Oh wow. We have, uh, yes, we did. <laughs> yep. We've sampled beers that have tasted like this before. Yeah, we have. And I think we gave them okay ratings too. No, I did not. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but but this we might have. This might is have. the beer that we were talking about, where you pick up the mouthfeel more than the flavor. Yep. Yeah, but you're not always gonna. It's not always gonna be that slick. Yep. No, but this is that flavor. That is like this that is the same one. I wish I would have left this job to Rick. This is. You yeah, decided you wanted to take I was, it. I was, I was happily willing to do it, but you just took it. So now it's on you. I was like, I want to do things. All right. Uh, so let's go around starting with Brian. Like, so this this off flavor. Um, I mean, tell me about it. Like, what? So you you're also like you're a brewer. You started as a home brewer. What kind of beers have you encountered this in, like style-wise, or usually they always say canary beers, like stuff that's lighter, see, like more see-through. Uh, so like how we're kind of tasting it here. So what? So what? The first one is what again? Uh, this is uh, just straight up more? contamination, uh, basically lactobacillus contamination. Got it. Yeah. So this can taste buttery, but is not always identifies itself as that and will at times be more sour or milk-like, like think about it, lacto. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so if you think about like milk going bad or have you ever like had <laughs> milk 
mixed with water. <sighs> like think about that, or like make like if you make powdered milk or something like okay. that. Like you won't get that what you were talking about earlier that slickness. That's more of a diacetyl thing. Correct. So Which this, so is this coming light, up. Exactly, <laughs> and it's going to be also really bad. But this will identify itself as this, the same same. I don't know where to put this. So, what are we doing with the the leftover? Extra, yeah. Dumping it down the drain. Dumping it down the drain. Yeah, unless you really want to drink it. I kind of um, like that one. I want some more. You can you can either run it upstairs, otherwise there's a drain over by the... Uh... Uh, don't dump it down that drain. Okay, run it so upstairs just, quick. So yeah. to kind of bring this whole thing home, like what have, what have we been talking about go. this whole time was... is Well, sub, no, because we sub, need the picture again. Subjectivity, right? <laughs> We've been talking about subjectivity yeah, we, this whole time. Yeah. And each of the beers, two, we each gave them a different rating, whatever. Well, if we were to give this particular off-flavor a rating, and we all knew the correct language, I mean, like, where would you guys be at with this? Like, oh, that's, that's a good question. You know what I mean? You know, so from a subjectivity standpoint, people are like, oh, well, I get, like, milk, or I get and that's, sour, or well, I get butter, or blah, blah. And we, we all have the base beer next to it. So yep. that's that's a really good thing. So good to have the control. Um, so say the base beer is a 10. Where would you put the uh, the infected, Pete? Probably a six. Six. <laughs> um, why? I don't know. It seemed seemed like a six. Was well, no, it no, well, no, bad? Like, <laughs> was it good? No, like, no, like, what, 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 what was it about the sample know, that you were like? Like, you guys are kind of like, some of you guys are kind of grossed out, like, oh, no, it shouldn't be there. But it was, it's not like that, it's not a bad flavor. It's just a flavor you don't want too much of, obviously, but, you know. Okay. I feel See, like, I, I would, feel like. You would tolerate this? You would put up with this? And Yeah, I feel like if it was more concentrated, I'd be, be able to get a better idea what actually, you know, right. it's supposed to be Try like. Try mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's re- that's really fucking killing me, man. Like this is what I'm talking about here. Like you're gonna taste a different. You, yeah, no, everyone's gonna I, yeah. taste a different. Right. I do get the butter. I get more like popcorny kind of. I don't know, like butter popcorn. Right. I guess. Pete, pass your like mic that. on real quick, and let's yep. do a quick introduction. And yo, <laughs> say say your name. Well, no. and... Come on, Casey. I know how this works. No, I'm uh, I'm Justin. I'm I'm here with. The big fellow over there in the corner. Hi. Um, if you listen to Rules of Arena, the uh, the first episode, you would have heard Justin's voice. Yeah, it's sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, um, well, these guys a little bit like that work at the Tamar Taproom Woodbury, so beer is no no stranger. I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be like the the redhead fellow here in the corner, but by by all means. Um, no, I've no joke tasted that exact flavor in the last month. Uh, Great Lakes Dortmunder Gold. Oh, he's even calling it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring, 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 bring the thunder on it. Like it's, it's, that, it's that buttered popcorn. We no joke couldn't get a keg right from them. So we don't carry that beer anymore. Um, but no, I think that makes me wonder now, like we were talking about it there. Is it is it diacetyl? Is it that, you know, lactobacillus? What is what is it that's causing the problem? doesn't matter as long as it gets resolved, but... I'm kind of with Pete a little bit on it. Like, it's not great, it's not good, but it isn't unbearable. If you didn't know it was something wrong, you might be like, oh, it's a choice. So, I mean, sure. I, I'd say probably right around the same, but I don't six. Okay. Carlos? I would give it a four, just because um, whenever I rate beers, like, I have, like, beers that are generally, I can, a six is something that I will generally, uh, I generally say is something that I would, like, I could still drink, like, uh, like, uh, like uh, every once in a while. 
Like, this isn't, it's not a flavor I'd like, but it's still drinkable. It's still definitely drinkable, so I gave it a four. All right, Gordon, go ahead and steal Rick's mic. Yep. Uh, I, I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Again? <laughs> Gordon's here. That was the new poop. I, I'd, I'd give it a three. I mean, I could definitely, if I paid for it, I could finish it, but I wouldn't order that beer again at a bar. Yeah. Uh, I've definitely tasted it much more concentrated before. Uh, don't More concentrated than triple? Shit. Yeah. Uh, it definitely where like the buttery popcorn smell and flavor overpowered what the beer should be. So we we keep going back to buttery popcorn. That's more diacetyl, I think. Yeah, that's the rough part about this one is that yeah. this is is what again subjective. Uh, yeah, this is well, very it's subjective. subjective. Yeah, it's but, but, but so, so this no, one is this contamination. Be... This one is lactobacillus contamination. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and we're we're getting to diacetyl in yeah. two more. So it, it smells like butter to me. Yep. Yeah. Oh no, and like, it is. Yeah. It's sour and buttery. Yeah. And that's and that's what's blowing my mind about this. That's why we do this kind of shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rick. All right. So this uh, this one, I mean, I get I get like the the ace buttery popcorn, but it also is like skanky milk. Is. That's what I was saying. Like, take yeah. a, take a little bit of um, powdered milk and yeah. throw it into water, and then let it sit for yeah. Like, I, like it's it's not that deep, rich like butter of you know right. It's, it, like it's it's a little buttered popcorny, but my biggest problem with it is the like that's the best way I can describe it. like the skanky milk, just like weird, gross, like funky. It's not right. It's too old, but it's not like curdled. It's just in that range where it's like it's definitely expired. But can I get by drinking it? Yeah. <laughs> like at it, it's at that point, and the answer is always no. But <laughs> it's like, like maybe, I mean, I live in a I live in a house with with two other bachelors. And so there's always some, like, questionable stuff in the fridge. And this reminds me of that. Like, some questionable milk where I end up deciding to dump it down the drain and, like, no one else should have this either. And I give it a two because it, like, if I needed to, I'd drink it. But that's about it. Like, if it was, like got back from a week of hiking and forgot that this was in my car at like 50 degrees and it turned out a little weird like this i'd probably drink some of it but not all of it but it's pretty bad matt uh same thing as everybody's else said casey (laughs) (laughs) okay i tried mine like 10 minutes ago oh i know well, I mean, I see. I I at least uh, saved a little bit. We got the second thoughts. one circulating. Uh, it's I going. poured mine. I'm waiting on him now. Yeah, Rick, I uh, just grab oh. that second picture there and start going Rick's around. In charge. No, yep. like, well, uh, anyway. also with this one, I've had this in the last month as well because I had it today. All right, so the next one going around is DMS, which is dimethyl sulfide. Uh, but anyway, uh, I this one. So lactobacillus is a weird bug to talk about because. There are some beers where you intentionally put lactobacillus mm-hmm. in it. Uh, no, most notably, Berliner Weiss. 
you want some of that lactic acid in there. That lactobacillus uh, fermentation can cause that, but you get a different type of lactosour from it. It's not quite as not not quite so spoiled milk. Yeah, that that the difference being one's more controlled than the other. What, well, yeah. and and so that's why I'm always wary of a new brewery that puts out a sour. Is this an intentional sour? Or is this an oopsie daisy? Let's sell it as a sour. Don't ever ever, ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> if you are listening, it's not gonna work, but you'll try. Yeah, no, and I've I've definitely had some of those, like where it's an oopsie daisy. This is a sour now. <laughs> so this second one here, this is. Um, will you hand me a cup and yeah, I'm, oh totally. Here, I'll get you set up. Thanks, you. You want me to pop it down in there? Yeah, how'd you pop it? Yes. <laughs> Talking about the ampule. Oh, how'd you pop that up, man? Girl. I cracked all mine in my hands. So. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, I'll give it about a six, because I've, I've had oh. beers like that, and I've dealt with it. <laughs> Some, Matt's oh, getting, yeah, no, that one's going to be Matt's over there freaking out about the... Take a, the, take a that yeah. one's cheesy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the one we're Put doing is... Put something on your tongue. Is anyway. the, <laughs> Put it on your tongue. That once is it's mixed socks. with beer, it chills that out. That is athlete foots and dirty socks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I bought a... Oh. I bought, like, a little bottle of liquid ass... One time, yes. To put on what? my. Oh my god! <laughs> you bought liquid ass? No, so there's. Seriously, this is terrible. On Amazon, you can buy liquid ass. Start it pouring smells beer like, Smell that. Smell it. It smells like smell an that. old butthole. <clears throat> and I, I bought it so I could spread it on my roommate's keyboard. That in is college. athlete's yeah. foot. Uh, yeah. Definitely oh. You're just an asshole, oh, Rick. Yeah, but he deserved it because his name was Dwayne. Jeez. <laughs> of course his name was Dwayne. I will call him oh, out. Goodness gracious. His name was Dwayne Pete. And Dwayne Pete oh. in Fairbanks, Alaska, if you're listening, I put the poop on your keyboard. Well, totally listened. I suck. did it. All right. Anyway, let's names. get back to uh, the, oh, the matter God. at hand. <laughs> so, Brian. Will you please tell me about DMS? Uh, <laughs> yeah, dimethyl sulfide. Um, oh, I'm glad that you're pouring yourself more. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, it's because I have the other um, stuff on my nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's... It's bad. It's... Did someone just ring the doorbell? Yeah, they did. Oh, that's oh. fine. I bet he's a giant. Uh, I hope it's a she. Ask if you want some athlete's <laughs> foot. Dude, I can't smell anything but the poop. <laughs> Alright. So dimethyl sulfide is another off flavor. Uh, so diacetyl is well, the buttery one, and so dimethyl sulfide is... Cooked corn and vegetables is right. the descriptor. So this one is another one that has like a huge freaking range because to some... Because some some people can smell asparagus pee, and other people's other people's can't. So as far as dimethyl sulfide goes, like some can per- perceive it, some can't. Um, and it is in this one, to me, this isn't. That Bring it back this way. Isn't that heavy? I I don't um, get. But uh, that's me. I don't I don't get the cooked corn. I get more of a uh, like <coughs> like a sour like uh, mushy vegetable yep. in the back of mine. Mine's more for me. It's more mushy vegetable. Yeah. Yep. So Pete. Yeah. No, I get it mostly when I breathe out of my nose with it. I don't oh, know. Okay. It's yeah something. 
I am wrestled that guy. Something I lost vegetably. Hard, I am wrestled. Vegetably. Vegetably. Yeah. Vegetal. Something very something vegetal. Yeah. I think he's onto something. I don't really pick a lot of it up. I mean, it's it's like a yeah. light funk on it. I don't I don't get it as much of. I mean, I, take your control beer and yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've gone back and forth a couple of them now, and it's it's nothing crazy. Like I, I actually had to sit there and go, do I actually pick anything up? I think it kind of convincing myself. Kind of wiped a little bit of the hop crisp bitterness from this particular beer. Um, well. And I think that's something but. we're going to find with some of these is some of us are very, very perceptible to some and can't pick up anything in others. Can't pick up a whole lot on this Which one. Which is why beer is so subjective right. to begin I'm with. I'm the same. I can't pick up like anything on this one. Carlos? Uh, this is it's not that bad, like, as like as I expecting. Uh, like, if I had to, like, rate it, for example, I'd probably give it, like, a six and a half or something like that. Out of, uh, well, so your base is the ten here with solid gold. Well, I mean, yeah, if this is the, if this is the ten... That's the ten. Then I'd give it, like, a six and a half. It's not, okay. it's not that... It's really good, though. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's a very good beer. I'm very... This is the first time I've had it, and I'm super impressed with this beer. Founders, like, Founders gold. solid gold. I could, I could drink something with this off oh flavor. God. That is just... I probably... <laughs> <laughs> is Matt... Where's Matt Cam? Yeah, right? <laughs> that is really we got, bad. We got fucking really, Pete Cam. I got, I got this. It's been like the wall cam for the past. Oh, you already have one? No, I will. I, I yeah, no. Beers, yeah. But somebody can empty like, out that pitcher over there. Right in that of beer cans. Let's slow down on piling these up. Dump this one? Well, no, we might as well. Like a little bit. We're going on the second one We only one have so six far. total. Well, I know, but I know. Me but anyway, this is effective. Carlos, will you run that up and dump that? Thank you. Shit. All right, Gordon. Uh, you know, if you gave me two samples and didn't tell me one had the whatever the hell in it, I wouldn't. Yeah, have, yeah that that's what I said. I really, I barely noticed anything. Okay. So I mean, I'd be none the wiser at a bar, at All least right. with this. And maybe I'm not a big lager fan. Yeah. You know, like a light well, and like so this, the so. like and the and the source for this one, it, like it can kind kind of pop up anywhere. Like, uh, so sources, like, so I have this little sensory training kit thing, and it says it can come up in the warp boy of the warp cooling or as a contaminant. Uh, mostly I've seen it, like, when I've detected it in my beers, it shows up anytime I'm using a lot of pills in your warp, and I don't boil long enough. <coughs> but. Yep. Yeah. You're, it, it's not as prevalent anymore now because of how highly modified malt is or how the, the preparation is. Just so much so that, like, with under boiling, you're not going to worry about that precursor kind of popping up. Yeah, but if you ever end up with a beer that tastes like cream corn, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> and every home brewer has. And if yeah. you haven't, you can't taste DMS, and you did. Yeah, you done fucked just up. Just air on the side of uh, boiling. Ninety minute 90 boil. Minute if on, you're if you're kind of worried about it, ninety on minute a boil. Pilsner malt, especially with like a floor malted. Yeah. All right, uh, Rick. So, I, it seems like the trend is like didn't pick it up a whole lot. I am opposite of that. This tastes like I boiled carrots in water and drank that water. See, like this is. <laughs> incredibly different from the control beer like I taste carrots boiled carrots but like if you boiled carrots until they were just like a carrot paste almost 
Like, to the point where you touch them with a fork and they just fall apart. Like, too much. Yeah. Way too much. Like a mushy vegetable. Rick doesn't like baby food. No. No. Does anybody like baby food? But but that's what's interesting (laughs) about this. It's like, everyone's like, this doesn't taste a lot different. And I'm like, I taste carrots. I taste, like, carrots and no beer. It tastes like water with carrots in it. Yeah. And that's I like that's kind of what's interesting to me. But no that's, beer for you. That's what I pick up with it. A DMS to me is carrots. <laughs> so Matt, so there. That's I'm on I'm the back. side where I don't taste anything right. with this one. Just start so passing the camera. that's me. Oh, you just don't taste a whole lot no. in this one. Okay. All right. So the next one going around, uh, starting with Rick, is diacetyl or diacetyl. I don't know how to say it. Whatever. It it's goes diacetyl. back and forth. Potato. This is definitely the flavor that you are well, always talking about. On this, our yeah. So the, this, this yeah. is butter and butterscotch. This is, in my opinion, one of the most common off flavors that you'll pick up in craft beers. Um, it's like it's it it just is like it comes from so many different things. Uh, it, it comes from improper maturation or microbial contamination. Most commonly, like just. You you done fucked up with your fermentation. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, Pete. If you just want to pour two of those, that would be awesome. And I know some of those. Fun fact uh, with with like diacetyl, um, like there's a big thing. They use diacetyl a lot in. The flavoring of buttered popcorn, mm-hmm. um, and it factory workers in places where they make buttered popcorn have gotten popcorn lung from diacetyl. Oh, and it's not a to... chemical that causes popcorn lung, which is an irreversible lung disease that kills you. So you're saying don't breathe this. Oh, sun? also, fun fact uh, for the vapors out there: yeah. if they use diacetyl in your vape flavoring, you can get popcorn lung. Yep. So a lot of a lot of Chinese flavorings. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's actually why I stopped vaping. I'm sitting to the um, the right of the vape king. I know. <laughs> but uh, I I what used talking about. I used uh, to do that quite a bit. But popcorn lung is is a thing that can it do, it like oh, if you, wow it doesn't happen all the time, but. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Vaporizer juices can use diacetyl as well, which oh, is yeah, some water a little dangerous. <laughs> Drinking diacetyl doesn't hurt you at all. There's a full one in the middle of the table. But it, it tastes like That's terrible okay. I just told garbage. You Don't inhale that shit. Yeah. All right. Well, you can smell it for the aroma. That's not So, Brian, doing talk, the same. talk about diacetyl. There's a silly amount of ways that you can pick it up in when you're making beer. Yeah, um, it's, it's a lot of different ways you can hot side, cold it. side. So is uh, there an aroma like that you can pick up with diacetyl? Uh, or de- depends on how it's produced. And then again, like remember how we were kind of looking at lacto, the same, some of the same characteristics mm-hmm. in the lacto. Like your PDO and your and your lacto, like anytime you're racking anything from one thing to another, it can pick up bacteria and it can cause that. Pediococcus lactobacillus, and there, are, uh, what is it? I'd have to look it up, and I'm gonna sound like an idiot, but it's PDO that doesn't work without lacto or something along those lines. And so, <clears throat> there's just a, a whole bunch of different ways you can pick this up. Um, but some beers, uh, diacetyl isn't necessarily an off flavor. Correct. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So English um, beers, I can't remember exactly which ones. I I was in the middle of Googling that one. Because <laughs> I just plain well, damn don't uh, remember. We've come across yep. in uh, Homebrew Bound. Yep. Uh, so in, I know uh, English barley wines. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the bitter styles. Um, diacetyl isn't necessarily an off flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. mo- more like the bigger like English beers. Right. We've come across that in Homebrew Bound where we're, we'll be reading through the BJCP guidelines and it'll say diacetyl medium low to none or something like that where yeah. it's acceptable to have some. It's because these yeah. styles have been around for so long that whatever the brewing technique, it was like, right. well, it's going to happen. So yep. And right. so mostly you know, we well. use so that as a crutch to be like, <laughs> we would have missed the style Jeez. with all this diacetyl, but it's allowed. Well, we, we haven't had a ton of diacetyl in our beers. Oh, we have. We haven't had a ton of it. Eh, we have. There's a few. There's a few things <laughs> in that, a lot of them. Well, there's a few things no. in in home brewing, like a acetyl lactate that could convert to yeah, like, like a diacetyl situation. If again, it's another infection thing too that can start tasting. Yeah. You know, like what was the lactic one that we were tasting first? Uh, oh, uh, the contamination of the sour buttery. Well, it's yeah, better than this. <laughs> All right, uh, Pete. Uh, definitely buttery. Yeah. That is it. Are you getting any of the butterscotch? <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> All right, Not really, on. no. <laughs> yeah, this is, wow. Way, <laughs> way stronger than the lactobacillus. Uh, have you had any beers lately? I mean, like, you, you deal with a lot of beers on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of rotation we get, you know. Seven. Have you seen this in any commercial examples? I, I'm not asking you to name any. Um, I mean, but. I kind of I kind of threw, uh, threw one under the bus earlier. Yeah. Um, but, I mean. We're okay with that. It, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's not been super prevalent. Um, most of the issues I've seen less with where I'm at just because of the care they take with it with what the product they're carrying you know mm-hmm. if you're you know like we have some of the like the big Avery Demons of Ale stuff on now you know really high end rare shenanigans they're not taking their chances as far as lines and stuff like that but I've I've been to a number of places around the Twin Cities that are you know hosting anywhere from you know 20 upward you know tap lines and it's really prevalent I think not just because of what the beer them or the brewer themselves is doing, but a lot of times with their their cleaning. Actually, that brings up a really good question, uh, Brian. Maybe you know the answer to this. Are any of the things that we've tasted so far something that could be picked up in the lines besides the beer? Yeah, um, yeah, any of them really. I mean, it depends on what types of bacteria are in. You know, I mean, there are a lot of breweries that don't know they have an infection, and they do. Okay. And they can't perceive it necessarily. But this is something like, so if, uh, like, you know, you know, Joe Schmo Bar had an infection in their lines, would that, pers- like, would that be picked up in the beer passing through it, like, from the brewery? Uh, potentially, yeah. Okay. So it depends on how, how quickly the, the beer is rotated through the line, but I've definitely over... The multitude of years that I've had my own beer out in the wild, uh, you go to places and it doesn't taste the same as it does through your lines. So there's, you know, there's a, a number of different flavors that'll that'll 
get thrown into okay. the beer. So so any of these more could also be picked up in the line. So yes. if 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 you have a bad beer from a brewery, yes. don't don't write them off immediately. Try it at a different place, yeah. and then if that also sucks, then you can write them off. Beer lines can be tricky. I mean, we've had. I mean, every single one of my beers, because I taste them so frequently, if I taste them somewhere else, I can definitely taste the the line. Um, just kind of depends. Yeah. All right, Carlos, uh, DMA, or diacetyl, sorry. Oh, the uh, yeah, it was uh, not great. I'm going to say that is was not great at all. I would not want to drink a beer that, uh, that was, just, was anywhere near that strong. Yeah. Uh, like if I had to give it a rating out of 10, for example, I'd probably give it like a 2.5 in the fact that you can drink it, but you don't want to. Okay. Gordo? I, I wouldn't even be able to drink it. I took a sip off of it, and it, I imagine that's what the inside of my gym bag tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> that was god-awful. I, I, I give it a 0.5. All right. I mean. Wait till you try this next one. That <laughs> smells like a gym bag. Awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt, why don't you talk while Rick is trying to seat, seat himself? Uh, I have definitely tasted beers like that before, and it's bad. Recently? Uh, I wouldn't say recently, but I, I remember that taste in the past. And okay. Like, it was something you didn't really think of until now that we've described it. And have you ever put one of those on tap? I don't think so. Okay. I, I'm 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 not looking for the expose. I'm just honestly curious. Like we we have a, we have a lot of different uh, perspectives here. Like you, I mean, you are from a small town bar. Yeah, we we definitely clean our taps we, very regularly. Yeah, and so. we 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 have a brewer, and we have somebody from a like a multi tap bar in the cities. Like that's I mean, there's a lot of unique perspectives yeah. on on beers here. So, all right. Uh, so the next one going around is. Not pleasant, apparently. Uh, it's isovaleric acid, or uh, it's a cheesy old hops or sweaty socks smell. If you're looking for that in there, it's 18 is the number. Um, the source of this is usually like old degraded hops. So like, a, you know, like so the, cheesy hops. So the hops that you would use for traditional Lambic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's not yeah, well. supposed to taste like this unless it's supposed to taste like this. Exactly. Like. All right. So, Brian, Brian we're going to start with you. Yeah, this is bad, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I freaked Casey out when I poured this. Pretty much said it all. I, don't, I got some of it stuck oh. on my damn nose. Well, that's why I slowed down the pours, because we were over here, like, smelling this that whole time. And then time. I poured this next papery one, and it smells quite great. Paper. Oh. Well, comparatively, That yeah. tastes like gym socks. It tastes like what it smells like. <laughs> Shitty. I'm happy I didn't pour myself any. So honestly, I guess you can have some of this. No. I guess where I sit with this particular one is that you definitely um, aren't going to probably pick this one up at all. You done uh, fucked up if this happens. Well, yeah, and and honestly, you you can look out there and pe people are selling hops from 2013 for a buck a pound Cascade. Um, most of the time, when you use them uh, for just bittering units. You throw them at the, you know, in the early part of the boil. Okay, yeah, like that'll make up the bulk of your bittering, and it won't contribute to the flavor part of it. But if you're a real big idiot and you should decide should decide to use these for, <clears throat> excuse me, closer to the end of the boil or for like a dry hopping situation, yeah. So, so is this something that you're gonna encounter? 
frequently, no. But if you do, <laughs> it's it, they it definitely damn well don't know what they're doing. If you guys want to try any of these, you guys are welcome to. I mean, they're terrible, <laughs> but they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Last you, would, <laughs> you would really have to be um, a super taster, or uh, if you're going to taste this, or you'd have to be a super idiot if you're going to use these for anything other than what styles that call for an aged hop. Traditional lambics, where all of your <laughs> alpha acids are gone, and you just want the uh, yeah. the preservative quality. Sometimes that's desirable, and like all of these we've tasted, it's like sometimes they're well. I'll take that back. The lactobacilli buttery one, that one, that's an that's an actual infection. That's yep. not yeah. fucking good. But like the rest, you'll find them. Yep. Well, yeah, I think the next two you will find as well, except for the last one I think is going to be a straight-up one where you don't want. But anyway, Pete, what do you think about the gym socks? uh, It's shitty. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about gym socks? That was was quick. Vape Vape King is no-go. What if if they made that like a vape flavor? Well, <laughs> he's having it hot like he's actually gonna go. <laughs> I tried to vape whiskey a once. Jelly don't do that flavor of that. I've one hundred percent tasted that before, and not because I had a beer that came that way. I played rugby with Gordon in college, and we have a thing called shoot the boot, <laughs> where, you, where you drink beer out of someone's worn, sweaty rugby cleat, and that is exactly what that tastes like. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> ten out of ten will not drink again. Yeah. <laughs> Until next season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I would have to say it's not as bad as uh, as I was expecting. What? Uh, you fucking high? <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer that. I know. Like it's just like maybe I just didn't get as much flavoring as everybody else did. But like it just this is brutal, did man. Did he get the right one? <laughs> He might still be drinking diastole. He's over here like, it tastes like butter. I don't know what you guys are getting. No, it doesn't taste like butter. (laughs) That's for sure. It it definitely does not taste like butter. It tastes more bitter than the previous one, I guess. Like, well, maybe not bitter is not the right word. Uh, It's definitely not as clean tasting as... Don't don't smell the vibe. Founders normally does. It's coming out here. I don't know. (laughs) I'd have to give this one a four. If I had it rated on a scale, no, it's uh, it's 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 hydrogen sulfide, or dihydrogen sulfide. Gordon, that was god awful. I mean, it's like the taste in your mouth when you walked in my old high school gym, high school gym locker room. Just again, give it a point. Yeah, but doesn't it feel nice now that you can put a name to it? Yes, it's isovaleric acid. There's so many jokes about the taste that Gordon got in his high school locker room. God damn it. Well, I guess, yeah, this is definitely deviled eggs right now. Yep. Um, All right. That was a crackle fest, huh? Yeah, Crackle fast. Uh, this mic's a little bit loose. Welcome to Crackle um, Fest. So I, I, I actually agree a little bit with Carlos. Like the flavor, not as bad as the smell. The aroma is way worse. I would think the yeah. aroma was awful, and the flavor was like it tastes off, but I couldn't put it in like Ugh. the worst. 
Like it flavor wise, it's very similar to uh, I don't the want first you to one. Waft that at me. Con- contamination wise, <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. I'm don't smelling waft it. I'm that trying at to me. ignore it. And I'm trying to talk about yeah, this. Uh, is are both those terrible. both of those yeah, it's done? Terrible. Yeah, and then you go dump them. Yeah. So honestly, it's still not to me as bad as the other one I had. Like, Which other one? We've had uh, the DMS. Okay. The DMS so far has still been the worst to me. That one smelled the worst for sure. Absolutely. That was disgusting. But the flavor wasn't the worst. Matt, and you you did not pour yourself a sample of the F18. I did not. Okay. All right. So the next one going around is uh, papery or trans to non enol. Uh, basically, we're looking for cardboard and oxidation. I like the or smell oxidation. Of this one. Uh, so you're gonna find this uh, pretty commonly in aged barley wines, um, aged stout, anything that you've aged for a while in a bottle. The current one. You're gonna get that cardboard papery flavor, and so it's not always an off flavor, unless it's a fresh beer. Then you right. don't want this. So yeah, this this comes from uh, basically if they added too much oxygen to the beer yeah. or if it's just a stale beer. In your solid gold premium lager, it shouldn't be there. Well, well yeah, and, and again, this is uh, on the extreme end here, I hope, for everyone. Oh, wow. That tastes like eating paper. Right. It, it, tastes, <laughs> yes. it tastes like how it should um, like it tastes like how it should smell in a sense, almost. But uh this is another one that it's it's not going to happen unless it's on the hot side. So someone's got to really be fucking some shit up to make it be like this. And then this is another piece where we could get into that argument about um, should should we put beer into cans or should we put them into bottles? So we drank a beer that was in a wax top bottle this evening. Um well, if it was in a can like this, it would age better. Yeah, um, you wouldn't have air seeping into it and uh, that. But long story short, <clears throat> this is a very, a very extreme example. Ridiculous extreme. I don't think I've ever had anything this papery. <laughs> yeah. So, and then this one also has a range. So this, as it's listed, trans to non and all or non in all, however you want to put it. I don't know. Um, this can start to verse over into almost sherry-like, and there there is a big fuck, you know, like a big range of how this one can work too. And this is the papery cardboardy version. Like literally, this is like chewing on a piece of paper. Um, but that said, yeah, there's a whole host of different ways to avoid this. Um, not which of least is using proper racking technique and. The, so don't just take your bucket of beer and dump yeah. it into another bucket of beer The other infec- and do that two more times? The other infection one we had is another one where it's like, yeah, you're using a, a crappy chugger pump to rack commercial beer while well, you're going to get oxidation, hey, and it's going to happen quick. And especially when cool. you're using like a mid, I don't know, we weren't <clears throat> talking about this earlier, but those mid-level caramel malts will tend to oxidize more quickly, like if you're using a lot of C60, stuff like that. Um, our ingredients, when you're making beer and, and different processes and, and that, that you can shore up um, to like racking any kind of barrel, anything from point A to point B or racking beer from point A to point B. Um, all, right. all of that. Pete? 
Well, this one is pretty shitty too, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chewing on paper like that's immediately what I thought. So it's pretty much Justin. Yeah, this isn't. I mean, this isn't sweaty socks anymore, thankfully. Right. Um, <clears throat> it's just a notebook. I'm getting that. I'm getting the small the next one from across the table now, and I'm not excited about that one either. <laughs> um, no, this I've I've had this in a couple beers. It makes me think of like the super 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 light like dirt cheap. Yeah. Eight bucks for a thirty rack beers oh. that have been yeah sitting there forever. They um, have a coated dust on them and like the skunked. God, what was the I think it's called beer beer thirty I believe is what's coming to mind. Yep. Um, but see, this like, is yeah, that, yep. that one. This isn't skunked though. Yeah, no, skunked if, is a very different. Character. If your beer comes from a can, it's not going to be skunked. It's going to be stale. It's going to be stale. But Wait, and this skunk, is stale. skunking doesn't happen uh, unless there's a. Uh, uh, it's a blue light spectrum needs to go through the isomerized hops. So if your beer is in like a clear or a green bottle, that's why beer's in brown bottle, because uh, that specifically blue light spectrum from the sun or whatever, it'll skip through the bottle whether it's you know clear or green. It'll hit that isomerization of the volatiles and skunk it. That's how that the only way that that happens. So if you have a keg of beer. That's like Heineken, and you're like, it's skunky. It's not. That's not what you're tasting. You're tasting something else. Hmm. It's probably just this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those boy, just, those oh. boys from the DLO podcast don't come by and spark your beer. <laughs> can I, can we, we showed up and where, we got science. Where, where did you get that? And I'm screwing with all of my customers for like the next week. <laughs> oh, this? Uh, the Siebel Institute of Technology. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I, I have a couple regulars that need a learning. Um, I won't go there for the next week then. <laughs> I said regulars. I'm not a regular. <laughs> but no, this is it's not the worst thing I've ever tasted. I mean, it's not spectacular, but it's not. But it's, 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 yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. Yeah, well, and like, and what we're tasting it at three times what you would normally yeah, taste it at. So, severe. which, which it sucks because how many of them were you guys were like, yeah, you know what I mean? Out and it's three, three times it what it like, should yeah. be, and you're like, well, just, you know, just to do some learning. Yeah, yeah, th- this one stands way out for me. This one's terrible. This is why I drink whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> Carlos. Like it's. It's like I don't like our listeners out there. Like it really does taste like paper. Like uh, I would say construction paper, just because like I that might just be. Gosh, pa- like, I'm accurate. a paper kasana. Which connoisseur? <laughs> I mean, granted, that just might. I be, know paper. This is red. That might be paper. just because. <laughs> that's got that I red dye number four in there. <laughs> <laughs> like it might be because like the damage I've done to my taste buds throughout the night now. Uh, but yeah, like it's basically. Paper, construction paper. All right, Gordon. I don't know. It reminds me of a certain macrobrewery that comes in a blue can with white lettering on it. I know they're all Sioux. So that's all. Shut your mouth. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Not to call them out for having shitty beer, but it. Yeah, it tastes like college. All right, Rick. Um. Honestly, we made a mistake. Like. (laughs) Well, we made a mistake pouring the next one. Oh. Before this, I oh, know none of us have had that problem. 
Well, no, he, well, this is what they're smelling. I know. Right We're right oh, here. Okay. So, <laughs> we're belittling their we, issues. We definitely. Because <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you what this tasted or smelled like because I'm smelling that. All right. So, but, we made a mistake doing that. Matt, have you tried <laughs> so, any of these? It tasted like yeah. paper. Did you try the papery one? It tastes Little like paper. paper boy. Well, I feel like I don't know if you tasted the papery one now. <laughs> you taste it. It tastes taste like paper. I can. It? Yeah, it does. I, it tastes I like paper. Didn't. All right. Mm, taste it, so you and guys I'm pass that one around. Get, get, give Matt that no, the first pour it. of that one. Matt, you have to. Why? Because we've decided that we're starting with you. We're suffering as a group to come together. Give it a little sample. A little sample. Sample ski. And we need to give Brian a break from being the first right, one every time. It smells like deviled eggs that have been sat around for a while. Yeah. See, now and we're I'm getting afraid somewhere. to even taste this. Yeah, so uh, this one is uh, dihydrogen sulfide, which yeah. rotten eggs. Uh, the source awesome. of this is fermentation, maturation, <laughs> yep, uh, I'm contamination. Not that <laughs> so no, you d- you didn't like that one. No. Have oh, you had man. any beers that have tasted like that? I don't know. I didn't get a good enough taste of it. Oof. Grab me one of those. Like Eastern the old folks home. <laughs> Rick? Jesus. Hang yeah, on. it does smell like you just died a bunch of eggs. Oh! This smells like toots. You really didn't smell that? It's been all right, sitting here this all whole right time? dickhead. That's what we've been smelling for the last half hour. And you've been making fun of us. No. Yeah, so shut up because it's no. disgusting. No. No. <laughs> it's not that bad. The ampule was only just opened. <laughs> was not opened 30 minutes ago. <laughs> it feels like it. God damn it. I can't even drink this. <laughs> I'm not looking it forward. It tastes like disgusting. Okay, so first of all, I don't like hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. I hate them. They are disgusting. They're nasty. And this tastes like that. I They're like disgusting. hard-boiled eggs, and this doesn't taste like hard-boiled eggs. I don't even like hard-boiled eggs. It's... If this ah. is... Di- it, this smell, this tastes like Florida smells all the time. It's, it's not, <laughs> it's not that's, so much the flavor. It's it like when you go to so much of this beer uh, tasting thing has to do with olfactory. And if I bring this, t- you know, to here before I even get it to my lips, and I I got fart. It's yeah, it's, it's Florida. I can't even fucking do Orlando. It's what Orlando smells like twenty four seven. He's not wrong. It's awful. No, he's not. Have you, I no, I, I've been to you, Florida. I've been to Orlando and this is there. what it smells like. <laughs> it's just nasty. And I don't know why, but it it smells like that. Alright. Gordon It's terrible. <laughs> Hello Orlando. I smell it. I can't drink it. It. I, I, you gotta drink it. Yeah. You gotta yeah. drink it. It took one sip. You gotta try a sip. I did. And I've been smelling it for a half hour. We drank out of shoes, man. Come on. <laughs> that was better. It's fair. The shit cup for my first social was better than that. That's, Remember that? Uh, oh, she's a rough one. That's a story for the arena tonight. Yeah, but drink <laughs> Bailey's from an old shoe. Yeah, no, do not drink if you taste rotten eggs in your beer. You smell it. I don't know anybody that would touch their beer if it had rotten eggs in it. All right, Carlos. I can describe this flavor. I think the best way I can describe it is as uh, Florida. I can do this. <laughs> what me, Rick, and Gordon have described no. it as. Right, now, let's say you like made out yourself a hard-boiled egg, and you finished peeling off the uh, the shell, and then you watered it. You somehow like turn it back from like that solid hard-boiled egg back to a liquid form again. Oh! 
And no. then, <laughs> no. And then, in the process of doing that, you made it sour. <laughs> and that's what it uh, that's what it uh tastes like. It's I guess Carlos awful. that. I got some more. <laughs> Here, what do you got? We're mixing all the leftovers. This is some of the first one. Oh, for fuck's sake, dude. Have fun. That rotten egg is all right. just killing me. You got, you got socks and eggs. It's all left over right now. Justin. Oh, Jesus. Um, I don't know if I... I mean, the, the egg thing is for sure, but it's it's got that mustardy kind of thing going oh, on with yeah. it. That, that, you know, that, that deviled egg versus hard-boiled egg thing. Because you were wrong. Hard-boiled eggs are amazing. I, I love them, fight too. fight you in the front lot. Yep, and you will um, lose. I don't want to fight. I just hate them. No, that's, that's, that's fair. But Individually, personally, I hate no. them, and it sniffs like Florida. But I, I get behind. I get behind. <laughs> God damn it. Still, I'll, I'll get, I'm defeated right now. I, I will get behind the Florida, like Florida comment 100%. Um, that, I, I've just realized now, like, thinking about, to me, that... It almost has that it's it tastes like vomit smells kind of thing that that mustardy acrid thing. I realized no joke within a five block radius of where I work, I have had that on multiple lines, from everything from lagers to stouts to ciders. I'm like you it's are a, screwing up stuff. Well, it's it's a very common flavor. Is that something that would I mean was transferable by line as well? No, so like well, no. That, so it's 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 a very common. Uh, so anytime you're doing uh, like especially lager yeast are very common in putting off a lot of sulfur. So here's how I like to kind of put it. Um, I have I got two hands. Pretend I'm a yeast cell. So you, you see, I'm holding two things. We're pretending. Right, and I'm gonna this one in my right hand. It's sulfur. I'm gonna push that out of my cell, and I'm gonna grab something else, and I'm gonna do something with it. I'm gonna use it to metabolize the beer, and then the sulfur's out there, and that's not good. And uh, so then I'm like, I'm gonna take this other thing that I changed into a good flavor for a lager. I'm gonna set it down. I'm gonna take the sulfur. I'm gonna put it back into my cell. I'm gonna be done fermenting, and I'm gonna drop. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So a lot of times with yeast, when they're metabolizing, they're they're setting crap down, picking up other crap, like, oh, that's shiny, and ooh, okay, yay, and then they put it down. <laughs> well, and that's why, that's why you're feels like sulfur is Hold a, on, can you, a, can you do that again? <laughs> well, it feels like I'm watching Khan Academy. Sulfur is a big piece oh, like, like, to that, where they, and they won't, a lot of times they won't pick it all back up. So sometimes when you do get served a beer, and I will say this, that it is a little bit acceptable, but you'll have a, just a wee bit of sulfur on the, no, on the nose, and you can even just kind of give it a little, it'll just... Just blow with you know, whoop, and yeah. it's gone. So yes, there are also styles that are acceptable for there to be a bit of sulfur, yeah. and usually it is has to do with lager fermentation. Are we still well, pretending you're a yeast cell, or do we stop that now? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're how, how long can you guys keep it, this up for? It's like, like can you visit him at work and be like, "Yo, yeast <laughs> cells are, are wacky. They're a lot like human beings, man. They just want to party and hanging out, hang out, and then when they're done, they want to rest." Yes. Well, and it's one of those things. That's why uh, if you have a beer that's done fermenting, you let it sit for a while to clean up. Yep. And it cleans up a lot of that. Yeah. And and that's why there's an extended lagering phase because it cleans up all that sulfur or the majority of that sulfur and gets rid of it and drops it out for you. Hopefully all of it or to uh, a a reasonable amount. Such a reasonable amount that you fools can't smell it because somebody needs to let Florida know. Let <laughs> well, Florida to, rest for a couple of years. They need to rest. <laughs> Simmer it out. All right, uh, Pete. Oh, 
Yeah, what do you got? Continue. Oh, what do you got, man? No, I just got a quick question about the whole yeah. effect yeah, go ahead. flavor things. Is there some sort of infection that can cause an overly sweet or mapley sugar? Kind well, that's of? under attenuation, usually. English? No, it doesn't. It it really doesn't matter which strain at all. That uh, you're, you what you're describing is under attenuation. Period. So sure. you didn't pitch enough yeast. Or I, or the sugar chains were too long and you fucked up your mash. Uh, I just noticed because there's a brown ale that I was having it bottled at another bar and I've had it a hundred times over, and I this one it's like it was way too sweet for that brewery and it's like that's not right something's wrong. Yeah. So I told yeah. I told the bar and they're like, well we bought it. I'm like, well so, it's wrong. I um, just like some input like Gordon, what you're talking about is under attenuation, which in plain English. Um, is uh, when so you have sugars and you have yeast in a beer and the yeast eat the sugar and turn it into alcohol and carbon dioxide so they they split the sugar up that's kind of their off put um, so when your yeast stop fermenting too early and don't eat all the sugar you have a bunch of sugar left. That's what gives you your sweetness. Well, you, you always have a bunch of sugar left, but we're talking right. what the, the saccharin or like the really sweet, sweet is the little ones. And the bigger chains mm-hmm. are like when we're drinking this, we're like, oh, it's got nice. It's got good body, you guys. Well, it's like those are like really big chains that weren't metabolized or chopped right. up. And we're saying things like this, but really they're oh. like super yeah, tiny. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, it, it was like almost like somebody <laughs> we're took also not on a camera. Well, we kind of maple yeah. syrup and put it into my glass when I wasn't looking kind of flavor. And that'll and happen. What... That'll happen when your smaller sugars aren't digested by the yeast. It's a reason to do yeast count at your brewery so that you know that you've got there. It's it's kind of like um, cleaning. Sanitizing and sterilizing. There's like health, vitality, and and um, mana. It, there we go. Mana. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you can you can have enough mana, but sometimes that mana's tapped. Well, like right. some yeah. some plain some plain English stuff. Just like anyway, like in general, some plain English stuff. If if I understand it right, because I kind of. Kinda, Rick sort of understands things. I, I'm in between the two. Like, I don't understand and I do. I'm in there. And so, like, to explain it a little bit simply, like, you know, you make a beer, you mash it, you take all the sugars out of the grain, and then you ferment it, and it ferments all the sugars. Not all of them. Right. Well, it ferments. It ferments what they can stuff that you took out. What they're available. And to. then you add priming sugar, which is just simple chain sugars that are tiny chain, and that adds your carbonation. Yep. The lazy ones will pick up and right and belch out some so CO2. You're you have yeast that's doing both of those things, but you're using the two different kinds of sugars to create different things. So you're creating alcohol yep. with the longer chains. And and so when you manipulate your mash temperature, so when you when we're talking about, you know, like what, right. what do we say uh, malt M A L T is a good acronym, more alcohol, less temp. Yeah. So if we want a higher alcohol, we'll use a less less of a temperature on our mash. Right. In some um, we're using that lower mash temperature and manipulating it to release and do more chopping of smaller chains so it dries it out a little bit. Right. Now when you're drinking like an IPA 
uh, a lot of times we'll cheat and we'll throw literally table sugar in there because yeah. it's the smallest possible and it'll dry that beer out which will as long as you you manipulate your water quality to accentuate hops um you know uh you can make this beer drier and make the hops pop more right and i feel like like you're coming in at like homebrew bound level yeah and i want to like take that into doo level how do which you is- do it well, well, that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to explain. It's we like need more down, acronyms like malt. Down that, to that like, really down down to like where Gordon's at. Like the past twenty minutes. Down to like where Gordon's at. Like, like despite being kicked out of chemistry twice, a, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit of like your bigger sugars are creating your alcohol. Then you're adding a little bit of simple sugars to create carbonation. Oversimplification, but. That's Your kind of long ass way to comment made me do something I haven't had to do in a hundred episodes. Get up leave the in the middle of the fucking show. Yeah, no, <laughs> go ahead. You already did. I'm just trying to get it down to where we're all on the same page. Already now, are like the Bless are the longer sugars are the, the bigger sugars are those like actually like like longer chains of molecules or like just yeah. that's what they are? Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. It's basically the the way that that's being put. Yeah. All right, Pac Man. Eats one about and then, at a time. Uh, or in the longer ones are centipede. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if, if there were more than two abbots, then <laughs> Pac-Man would be like, no. <laughs> nah. Nothing. All right. So we're all on the same page. We don't like rotten eggs, right? Yeah. Is, that, is that where we ended up? That was, like, yeah. Oh, I, I thought we were all neutral on the on right, rotten no, eggs. dude. <laughs> are we at like, like two hours here? Uh, yeah, we literally just hit the two-hour mark. Right, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right, no, uh, and just just to wrap this up, um, I kind of want to know what you guys think about this little experiment of ours. Like, did you guys learn anything? A lot. Is, was this a complete waste of time, Matt? Uh, if it was, like, us hanging around a table with, like, three of us, I would have been better. But it took a little long for me. Oh, I'm sorry that this didn't fit in your time. You guys lost me on three beers ago. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry we- I'm drunk and I can hear my heartbeat like beating my head. I'm ready to get out of this basement right now. I'm sorry that you don't have the attention span I for the Jesus. Right <laughs> All right. Eight. Anybody besides Matt, Rick? I think uh, I think it was good. I think honestly, I think us like trying to pile up beers was bad, and I tried we didn't to try to pile down. up any beers. Well. Yeah, but like the paper one, I couldn't smell at all because oh, it was oh, deleted. Oh, yeah. If we didn't oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it would have taken ten more minutes, though. Given yeah, time I know it would have taken more time. That's and Matt's face is so. I weird. don't. I don't have a great it solution. Is. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there were a couple of them in my ears right now. There were a couple of them where the next <laughs> beer was so overpowering yeah. in smell that on this side of the table, I couldn't even okay really. So if, we're gonna, if, if we do something like this again. But I thought it was still a valuable experience because I did learn, like, to differentiate quite a bit of yeah. flavor. And, Gordon, you kind of stumbled in on this. Yeah. What what do you think of the entire thing? I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, not brewing and never brewed before. Um, it kind of put a name to different flavors I've had, you know, whether it's macrobrew or microbrew. You know, it's like, oh, that makes sense why this tasted that way, and I might go back through Untapped and try a few others, and you know, from a different source. Re reevaluate yeah, some of your. Yeah. 
All right, Carlos? I think we all learned a valuable lesson today, and that is that... Uh, you God don't, damn it, Carlos. You're, uh, <laughs> you don't want your beer to taste like sour, hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> he learned something. I, I guess. I mean... <laughs> Justin... <laughs> I... Yeah, it's hard to follow that. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a goddamn wordsmith. Um, no, it's, it's. I mean, I, I'm around beer a lot. I, I understand profiles of beers fairly well. I mean, I'm by no means as, as advanced as some at the table. But um, for me, it was nice to get to know the science background of a little bit more and understand what's going on within the process, whether it be a, a brewing issue, whether it be a... Uh, storage issue, anything like that, aging, whatever it may be, because that's you know it's it's useful and and not only someone who maybe brews beers, as I said, like I'm like Gordon, I don't I don't brew, I have never brewed, um, but yes, sir. But I'm constantly behind, you know, in, in front of these taps, so it's it's nice to know, like, hey, this is what this is. I just fucking learned about this. Yeah. Like, hey man, don't serve that beer. It smells like socks. <laughs> and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's okay. It's just coarse. Um, <laughs> like our running joke is that at the end of the night we open the coors tap and it just train out the the tap tower. So <laughs> we clean it. It's fine. But no, it was it was cool. I, I mean, thanks for having us yeah. in on this. I mean, we just kind of stumbled in a little bit early and. Hey, it happens. All of a sudden, hey, beer. <laughs> hey, shitty beer. All right. <laughs> Well, hey, I mean, good beer that we wrecked. Yeah, we, we did intentionally break beer. I was gonna say, I was like, I'm, I'm not mad about this, this lager at all. Oh, this, no, this founder's like, this solid is, gold I'm not is amazing. It. It's very good. I can't reiterate that enough. This is a really good beer. We have wrecked it throughout the night, but it is a very good lager. <laughs> yes, it's, we have, I, we have I, a bunch of yeah dead cans here. <laughs> yeah, we getting do. sponsored requires that they pay you before you pitch them. You know that, right? Oh no! Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate it. Not again. Uh, well, Pete. we've been trying our method for years and it hasn't worked, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> uh, much learning. Uh, I figured out that uh, uh, poop water tastes like whatever that socks one was. So whenever I say poop water, I'll say socks. Socks. Well, water. no, whatever that is, whatever it oh, was, uh, the actual name. Isovaleric for it. acid. Yeah, that's what I'll you're, say. You're not going to say that. <laughs> Isovaleric acid water. He's going to cue Casey to figure it out. <laughs> what was that poop water there? That poop water. That's isovaleric acid water. <laughs> All right. Brian, what did you think of this entire experiment? I think it was great. I have done these before, but um, uh, it, it it never fails or, or ceases or however you want to put it. It never ceases to amaze me how completely and utterly different people's palates are. Period. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been putting I've been putting my heart on my sleeve making beer professionally for more than five years, and you get all kinds of you know people saying things about this and that and the other and uh it just goes to show you that that everybody tastes so differently <laughs> what so i i just gotta know which 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 flavor was the most surprising reaction at the table for you it, any of the ones that people couldn't taste knowing that we were doing this at three times what it would normally be and they were like hey I don't know. I tasted wow. some of them, but like it is like it is still drinkable. Exactly. 
and, and that's that's the crappy thing. <laughs> so are you gonna are guys gonna be start making a construction paper well, common? No. Nah, Los. <laughs> what what he realizes now you, is brother. he can sleep in a lot more. Like I could just phone it in. People can't taste the difference anyway. <laughs> yeah, this blows my mind, man. That's why you know some people like this pizza, some people like that pizza. But in the end, if you're if your buddy, if you're helping to move, you're gonna drink shitty beer and eat shitty cheap pizza, and it's gonna taste fucking awesome. It's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, no, I I was honestly surprised at how some of these I couldn't perceive as well as I thought I could. Like uh, DMS specifically, I did not pick that one out as. Uh, immediately as I thought I had and then yeah. the one DMS beer that like I made that was a DMS bomb I'm like there was so much DMS in that now yeah. holy shit <laughs> <laughs> when your beer tastes like a can of cream corn you done fucked up yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah no uh, and it's weird how some of these off flavors can also be like perks to some beers like if you're looking at uh, specifically like a British uh, or an English barley wine uh, the papery oxidation note helps pull out some of those dark fruit characters right? and is a help to that um, and how like small amounts of certain things aren't a big deal like when you're looking at the dihydrogen sulfide or the rotten egg stuff yeah you, you like a little bit of that in a lager not so horrible but, yeah, but oh, again, a little, little bit goes a long way, especially yep. canaries like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, or uh, the cheesy old hops. You want yeah. that in, like, a traditional lambic. Cheese. You don't want that in <laughs> anything else. No. <laughs> Keep your stinky hops away from my regular beer. <laughs> Don't put your stinky hops in my lager. Yeah, but I I feel like uh, overall it was a very informative. And it was good. It was good to learn, and it was it was good to try. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, I, I hear the outro music. Yeah, uh, that's because we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. It's, you know, we're at like two ten here, and. All right, guys. Uh, if you like, uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash studios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnerscoreninja. You can also watch us live on Twitch every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash studios. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.